yes, but we did it. The yeah, season did. finale. Yeah, and the hundredth episode. Yeah, bitches. Hundredth episode. We put more planning into this episode than anything else. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Yeah. Ari and I sat down like back in when we were doing like episode sixty or something. Ari yeah. and I sat down and like counted out the days. Yep. And we're like, okay, well we can't do any more double episodes until episode one hundred. Yep. So yep. We'll do the last two episodes of season five, and here we are. We. Man, remember when we started this show and we're like, we'll get to season three and see where we're at? Yeah. <laughs> and then we got to season three we're like, we'll get to season five and see where we're at. Yep. And so, now we're like, where we okay, at? we're, uh, well, we've got some amazing listeners. Yes, we do. Who we Sexy listeners. love and yeah, appreciate. Some amazing yeah. listeners, some amazing patrons. Yeah, just um, who allow us to do this and, yeah. you know, stick around. Because we legitimately were like, okay, if we don't have really anybody, like, listening, like, you know, if we don't have, like, repeat fans, yeah. then season three, like, we're just going to be like, okay, this was a fun experiment. Let's move on to other stuff. But, right. I mean, so y'all literally, like, just by existing, oh, yeah. I mean, we, we keep the show going every yeah, we week. We got a beautiful email from a listener over the weekend. It was so amazing. It was so good. Yeah. Thank you Fuck so yeah. much, Em. We yeah. really appreciate yeah. your kind words. Um, it makes us all feel valid. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> So here we are, 100 episodes in. Oh, and then there was also, um, there was the iTunes review about how uh, we helped someone get through, like, their last years of high school or something. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. What? I didn't see this you one. You didn't see that one? No. Okay, I don't yeah. really have iTunes, so. I, I don't either. I would love to. Uh, yeah, it's on, uh, it's on our review on Apple Podcasts. That's so sweet. I figure out how to actually find our page. Also, what are you doing listening to this in high school? Yeah. Yeah. At least college. Oh, God. We are a college level podcast. This is an explicit show. If any, well, rather, I'm going to flip that around. If anything, we're a middle school show. You should have thrown. I'm fucking. (laughs) (laughs) The jokes we made here are way too juvenile for somebody at a high school for the reading level. If we made beer, it would be lowbrow beer. (laughs) Bud Light, motherfucker. Or make a little vulture, to be honest. That's a beer. That is a beer. It uh, is a beer. Just barely, but it is, by God. Speaking of liquids, uh, I'm going to bring one up, and I think one should be like more like easy like access to. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon Coke. I haven't tried it yet. Oh, you know, I saw it. You know what it is? No. It's like if you put... like Coke a, with cinnamon in it. Pretty much. Actually... Except it's cinnamon so flavor, so... A, a tradition in my family is if we have to go to somebody else's house for the holidays, we get like a couple of like 20 ounce Cokes. Sure. Take some sips out, fill it back up with cinnamon whiskey, and then drive to that person's house oh. and get full of Christmas cheer, baby. Some, now you can just now cut can, out the cinnamon whiskey and yeah, just put in regular whiskey. It's virgin that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think it is. Interesting. But one that is only available at like certain Publix. I've seen it at Walmart. I've seen it at oh, Walmart. Oh, wait, no. Did I see it at Publix? I think I saw it at Publix. I have seen it at Publix, but what I'm talking about that is only available at Publix, uh-huh. and it needs to be in goddamn gas stations because I love it, California Raspberry. What? California Raspberry Coke. Coke? It's delicious. Oh. I feel like I'm in a commercial right now it's, where yeah. Travis is just like, I'm confused. Tell me more about this. It's a Coke? 
got a juice and Ben's like California raspberry coke That's, drink of champions yeah Travis I just love Travis's reaction I'm confused yeah, yeah. what do you mean coca-cola's come out with California raspberry coke I really want to do like a late night like what are they called? Like, uh, like uh, the long commercials? Oh, no, infomercial? Infomercial. infomercial yeah. About suicide? Oh, jeez. Oh, like, God. thought about it? Oh, Sorry. God. <laughs> Consider this. Yeah. Don't. Let me, <laughs> guys, let me read you guys the review that someone left for us. There we go. That's what I, I was feeling for. I've been careful, because re- I'll ejaculate during this, probably. <laughs> I've been re-watching Supernatural for, like, the fourth time and listening to this podcast along with it. Recommended. Aww. And, and I would just like to say that this is a fantastic podcast with amazing people, and they are currently getting me through my senior year of high school. Oh, fuck. I can't ejaculate to that third high school. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, fucking go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> go, go to bed. Do go, your homework. Go to bed. Stay in school. Stay in school. But Don't repeat anything you hear yeah. from this podcast. Especially anything Ben says. This, in particular. I, I wouldn't do the things I say. Yeah. yeah. I operate under the same rules as my parents. Do as I say. You're right, yeah. <laughs> Um, stay in school, go to sleep, do some drugs, don't do those drugs, yeah. Well, what's the line? Like, stay in drugs, don't do school, get eight Sc- hours of milk. School yeah. is whack, <laughs> homework's for fools. Yeah. I, I like playing <laughs> dodgeball. <laughs> Good, I can relate to the kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Drink more Monster, that's how you relate to the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've oh, got to have got, my gamer juice. I should have gotten you a bang. Is what I should have gotten you. Oh my god. Have you seen bang? Those? Yeah. Yeah, it's the new like hype energy drink. Oh. Yeah, like just the name gives you a culture. You yeah. better go and do some shit. Jeez. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I haven't tried it. I'm scared to. I'm good with my tangerine monster. Yeah. I'm good with my green. This just tastes like um, yeah. like liquid candy. Yeah. It does, yeah. You know, like liquid gummy bears. Yeah. Almost. Except a little sour. Just processed gummy Like sour gummy bears, processed and drinkable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liquefied. Fuck yeah. Less gelatiny. Yeah. That's how, that's how I enjoy all bears eviscerated. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, season finale. Yeah. We're here. This is it. For me, this is where the show ended yeah. for years. Oh, man. You would not watch the canonical this. end of all of Supernatural. It, it was to yeah. me. Yeah, I was like, Supernatural, what's that? A show that ended in five seasons? You're damn right it did. And that was it. I didn't even watch. Yeah, you didn't start watching yeah. like past season five. Like I think you remember, I remember you saying that you watched a little bit through like episode or season eight. No, I had seen past i had seen maybe like the first a couple episodes of season six and then i watched an episode with felicia day oh okay yeah because when we started this show you hadn't or i think you had only just started when i past season five right when we when we started the show i was like okay i'm about to have a supernatural podcast i guess i should continue so i started watching season six. Oh wow yeah so but they're like right before so when the show started i was like Probably towards the end of season six, mm-hmm. about to hit season seven. Okay. Yeah. 
Or maybe I was at season seven. I honestly don't remember. I mean, you were struggling through, like, seasons eight for a long time. Seasons eight through 11, yeah. which are... I'm glad... The I'm dark watching. times. Yeah. Yeah. Even, well, even parts of, like, season 12. Honestly, when we get to... When we get to season 11 or season 10, one of those seasons, the best part of those seasons for me are going is going to be the fact that for Let Shag Ass, I can be like, great, we're watching it. Because <laughs> Finn Wolfhard is in a Supernatural episode, so <laughs> excuses. Speaking of goddamn witch. Oh, yeah. Somebody, y'all let slip through the tracks of LSA. Who's that? Somebody from West Wing. Someone from West Wing? Somebody from West Wing who plays a predominant role in the last couple of seasons of Supernatural. Uh. Like season 13? Onward? Season 14? No. Seasons 4 and 5. What? Oh, is it, um. I would be surprised if you remembered because they don't know. Who the fuck is it? Yeah, who is it? Zachariah. Oh, oh really? yeah, yeah! I forgot that I he's forgot. in the West Wing. He actually plays like a pretty good, like good guy. Yeah, like he just plays like one of the military advisors, I believe. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it's in like season four, I think. Yeah. Because I've really started like what, like fucking. Yeah, you started slamming. Yeah. Me. Yep. Because I will have it. On You're welcome. Point. It's it's a lot better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I mean, honestly, same. Back when I started watching it a couple the, years ago, the dry jokes just crack me the fuck up. They're hilarious. I'm really sad with what happens with CJ. Right. Me too. And I'm also sad with what happens with like. I'm really curious to see with what happens with like Josh and Amy. Uh, she like worked at like the feminist. Yeah, I know who Amy is. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what happens with that. Like, I'm just at like the, like, the Stockhouse, Stockholm, Stockholm, like Stenger part. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like the re-election. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. At. I'm really curious to see what happens with that. But yeah, Zachariah is in goddamn. In like, the future. Westwood. Oh man. Just in case you're wondering, cri- damn, crime boy. I don't know. Is when I decided to kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yep. that's, that's my president. Fuck yeah. I, like, that's who I voted for in 1999. Yep. What really made me start slamming through the show is just how shitty politics are right now. And it's like, I have to have right. a president oh, on yeah. screen that I Dude, can When around. Trump I, was elected, I think I tweeted, I'm just going to watch the West Wing yeah, until it's over. Yeah. I started watching <clears throat> West Wing during the 2016 election, and I was like, yeah. Fuck, I need this. Fuck. Yeah. I'm about to start rewatching it. I oh, know. Mostly because I want to finish it, but I feel like I don't remember more, most of it now. How many seasons? So I have to start over like again. Like seven, eight? Oh, no, good. it's seven. Okay, I can take that. Because it's, okay, so it starts in the second year of the... This starts in the first year. First year, okay. First year of the uh, president, of their presidency. I'm guessing it ends in like the third year or seventh year? No. I mean, we don't want to. Not going to spoil it for Yeah, me. no spoils. Okay. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Because, um, yeah, I will, I will finish it. In so, like, wait, have you gotten to that Crime Boy I Don't Know scene? Yes. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, that's what I'm That's thinking. what it is. It's Crime Boy I Don't Know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the scene when he's at the theater with what happens with CJ. And he's smoking and it's fucking, um, what's his face from NCIS? 
Uh, is yeah, CJ's the, uh, Secret Service handler yeah. person yeah. who dies. So good. Then Hallelujah plays. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Just mwah. Yeah. Assassinations going on. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's like, and then there's this kid singing about Henry the Eighth or whatever. Yeah, the Fifth. They're at a Shakespearean play. Yeah, but like an opera Shakespeare play. Yeah. Crime boy. I don't know. It's when I decided to kick your ass. And he's like, they start playing a song and he's like, gotta go. They're playing my song. Yep. There's a spot on Martin Sheen right here. <laughs> Just, mm. The president you can believe in. Fucking hey. President Bartlett. Yeah. Uh, Let Bartlett be Bartlett. Right? So good. Yeah. Well, we shan't say anything further. We are going to talk about some projects. Oh, hell yeah. That we want to get done. Yeah. In the next couple of years. Drive us for the project. That we hope you support us on. Oh. What's a project that I wanted to do? Or yeah. I want to do? Let me, I'm going to, can I interject real quick? Yes. I want to say these are unofficial announcements. Yeah, okay, these yeah. are just like loose ideas that we just want Yeah, to these are not like hard set things. We yeah. haven't like. We don't have a cast. We don't have writing down. Yeah, have, yeah. This, this yeah. is all just dreams. Yeah. Although mine's probably going to be a little more set in stone going forward. Okay. Um, because there, I, I've told you all about it. It's this uh, food show that I want to do. Like, yeah. Show. And it's gonna. It's about because I work in food manufacturing and I make pepper jelly. And when I tell people that I make pepper jelly, one of the first things they ask me is, "What the hell do I do with pepper jelly?" Uh, I remember saying that to you. Yeah. I remember trying it on bread. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, "Just run all over your goddamn body and have yeah. someone lick it off." And that's so, the first episode. That's basically, yeah. the the whole idea it's is. It'll pretty much just be a recipe show. Like every episode, will have a recipe of something you can do with pepper jelly, and then just another general recipe of like something that I like to cook or something that every like kind of home chef, at home cook should know how to make. Fuck yeah! Yeah, dig that idea. I, I think it'd be a cool thing, and then have uh, have some guests on, like local chefs or other chef friends of ours. Uh, ooh. Um, yeah, and uh, and other like people that really love food and stuff. Uh, even have my dad on it because he's yeah. he's a chef and he's the guy who is my boss. He created so pepper jelly. He, he inv- my dad invented pepper jelly. <laughs> he works at Nintendo. You're the Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> yeah. My dad invent my dad my father the inventor of the toaster strudel would yeah. not be. <laughs> is pepper jelly just a series of tubes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is your dad Al Gore? Has your dad ever taken a pepper, mm-hmm. hollowed, hollowed it out, hollered it out, put pepper jelly in it, and then put it in his mouth? I mean, is that like the and then roasted that pepper? Is that just like pepper jelly? Switch some of those. Off? Yes. I mean, <laughs> that sounds like something that could happen. I mean, look, you roast yeah. a pepper, you stuff some pepper jelly in that pepper, you put that pepper on. Some cream cheese. Like, I'm going to eat the shit out of that. Yeah. Oh, you put, like, a brick. Not, like, a huge brick, but just, like, enough cream cheese in the pepper. Yes. And then put the pepper jelly, like, on top. Ooh, and then wrap it in candied bacon. Fuck yeah. And you candy the bacon with the pepper jelly. You don't don't candy the bacon. You you bake it in the oven. Yes. 
like wrap it around the yes. pepper and like bake it in the oven. Basically just a jalapeno popper yeah. with pepper jelly. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm into this. I gotta write this down for the show. I know, right? <laughs> Speaking of, like, so here's a wackadoo idea mm-hmm. that I think might work on Pornhub. A triple X, like adult. Not like, there's not gonna be fucking and cooking. You just cook naked. Oh, kind of like the naked news. Yeah. That sounds dangerous. Or the naked chef. Yeah. Oh, is there a oh, naked is that chef? A thing? Yeah. Oh. Wow. He's so hot. Yeah. He wears an apron, so he's not completely naked. Oh, okay. See, that's what I'm saying. You got it like full frontal. So full frontal. <laughs> Commit. Yeah, but see, like, and the, I can imagine the so many things going wrong if you're doing like a fish fry. That's that's the one time you <laughs> wear an apron, like shit like that. You got you got to be like babish. You got to have right. PPE, the proper procedural equipment. Yeah. Hey, we're frying a turkey. Uh oh, everything went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> My jig has a permanent condom on yeah. it. Yeah. Episode oh, never can be released. No. <laughs> Episode no, never can be released. <laughs> No! <laughs> Jesus! Jesus Christ. You fry up some of that turkey skin and leaves out the turkey and wraps itself Usually around your I'm dick. like, thanks, Ben, but right now I'm like, no, Ben! <laughs> no! You take some of that crunchy turkey skin you wrap around that penis of yours, it turns oh out pretty nice. <laughs> Feels pretty good. <laughs> Oh, you have a stuffed the turkey yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Merry, Christmas, Merry, Christmas, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mmm, delicious. Alright, so coming. <laughs> Great. December 2019. <laughs> a delicious meal for you and your friends. Oh no. The turkey that the turkey that Ben's fucked. (laughs) Do you think we can call the Butterball Hotline and get advice on what turkey bones are best for you, Rico? Damn Butterball, I have a friend who wants to fuck a turkey, and another friend who wants to put a wishbone up his ass. Wishbone would be way too easy. And break it. And then the bigger go. piece that you gets lodged go. in there is how the wishes come true. Once you get all the meat <clears> and the leg bone, you just stick it right up in there. <laughs> get in there. Dig it in, Mr. Spock. That was called a bone connected to the bone bone. Oh, <laughs> we have spent absolutely too much time on this This already. is how you know God's not real. <laughs> he Woo. wouldn't have allowed this. He wouldn't have allowed this. He would have murdered us. Oh, God. By the way, sorry, quick aside. I have to talk about what Benjamin walked up here in. (laughs) He is wearing a flannel shirt. Pretty typical for him. Mm. Pajama pants with skulls on them. Yep. Fingerless gloves. They're they're rheumatoid arthritis gloves. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, I'm going to make fun of you for having rheumatoid arthritis and being 28. Yeah, that's fine. You're a child. With that, all that and also dress socks and loafers. Yep. yep. Yeah. That is what he's wearing, yeah. yeah. And you asked me to do a favor, which was get you a monster from a gas station. And I appreciate it. And that the little old lady working at the gas station was like, you sure do look comfortable. It's like yeah. Benjamin like had a three-year-old dress him. Yeah. It's what's in here. See, We're going to wear daddy's dress pants. <laughs> this, this look can only be topped by something a... 
college professor of mine wore one time. Oh, yes? Which was a dress shirt, dress pants, only to be covered by a full tracksuit, and then dress shoes. He was basically wearing his business attire, and then slipped a tracksuit on over it. Just like, he was like, I've got to wear a suit, but I also have to cosplay as Sue from Glee. <laughs> yeah! What the fuck? Can I wear I those clothes for a second? Please. I'll give you one. Yeah. What do you mean they won't fit me? They might be like, because your hands are smaller than mine. Mate. I mean, they fit, but do they squeeze? Yeah. They don't squeeze. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I do feel like, because they are ribbed on the inside. For her pleasure. I feel like right. if these lit up, it would be like, yeah, I'm in the future, cyber oh, yeah. hacking. Yeah, there's two more hackers with, uh, gloves. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to like. Here, just crunch my hand, please. Uh, crunch my hand. Crunch your hand. Crunch him. Like, like that? No. Oh, I was listening to like vaporwave music. Oh, that actually feels kind of good. Those gloves. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, That's all legit. you need is with some sunglasses and like a heads up display, and you could be hacking some fucking computers right now. Crunch, right now, crunch like this. Oh, Just like squeeze this? the shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, that actually feels really good. <laughs> if you can't buy the compression gloves, homemade is fine. <laughs> By having your friend squeeze your hands. Just sit on your hands all day. That's what I do when I don't have the gloves. <laughs> uh, right. Benjamin, do you have any future projects you want to, like, think about, gotta, talk about a little gotta, bit? Yeah, that, that nude cooking show. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, uh, there's you one thing like, we've all, like, I've pitched to you guys. Yeah. We all kind of want to work together on. We kind of want to make, I don't, I've mentioned it before, I think it's Anzari's, um, it's either Anzari's or Anzazi's Goatman story, the Huntsville Ghostman or Goatman story. Yeah. yeah. And making a either full length movie or short film, something mm-hmm. like twenty to thirty minutes. I think would be pretty cool because I've always wanted to make movies. Two oh, things yeah. I've always wanted to do is stand up comedy and make movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I love horror movies. Why not like give it a fucking shot? Oh yeah. Sure. Or if like it goes if it would be better just to make a little, like, something that would operate kind of like uh, Undertale. Oh. Not with, like, the same, like, combat system, mm-hmm. but just, like, a little RPG about you having to, like, stay away from the goat man. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because. A little, little combo of, like, Undertale and Slender. Yeah. Nice. Like, if uh, he sneaks up on you, you gotta, I don't know, like, do DDR or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think that'd be cool, like outdance the Goatman. Yeah, I like I like the idea of a Goatman short film. Yeah, like, I like I like the Goatman a lot, mm-hmm. and I like that he's, you know, here. Yeah, yeah, he's just got such a creepy vibe. Like, yeah, oh, I I remember reading that story and just going, it's like just oh. yeah. I, I I would have shivers run down my spine while reading it. One of my favorite creepypasta narrators. We met him, or at least I did. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Creepypasta at Hamacon. Uh, he remade or he redid his reading of the oh. Goatman story. Oh, it wow. It's wonderful. It, it makes some parts a lot better mm-hmm. and it makes some parts a lot scarier. Yes. Yeah. And it just makes the flow a lot I'm going to check that shit out. Yeah. It, I'll send it to you guys. It's yes. fucking. Yeah, please. Straight up, there was one time where Kat and I were driving back to to Florence from Nashville 
And she took me down this, like, county road back way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was this fucking bridge, y'all. And I was like, God, this is the goat man's fucking bridge. Yeah. the whole rest yeah. of the way to Florence. I was, like, freaking the fuck out. Ah. Like, huh. Every little, like, shadow yeah. flicker would go, oh, God, it's the goat man. I mean, fuck do you it. remember when we passed through that covered bridge and almost hit a rabbit and we were like, we're in a liminal space now? Yeah. yeah. We have passed yeah, through. Oh, yeah, y'all were with me then. That yeah. same situation. I was, like, freaking out. Yeah. And that was a good time. Yeah. That's, like, my real big dream is to, like, like hunt down, like, weird areas like that mm-hmm. and, like, just, like, research the local folklore and also eat, like, hole-in-the-wall restaurants and, like, be a, like, travel writer. But that's, like, yeah. like the dream dream that's probably never going to come. Yeah, that's, like, crazy billionaire money dream. Pretty much. What you got going on? Yeah. Well, I am writing a short story Ooh. about the a horror concept, the deer that never was. Oh, yeah. And this is a precursor to me writing another story. My murder she wrote. Yes, I mean, yeah, you've talked about this on the show. I have, yeah. So so good, I love this concept. Thank you. So my theory on murder, she wrote, I've talked about it before, but just in case y'all don't remember, Jessica Fletcher, I love murder, she wrote. And if you haven't seen it, it's a trip. I mean, it's just so delightful. And um, Jessica Fletcher really is just like fucking amazing. She's like a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela Lansbury does such a good job. Um... But uh, Jessica Fletcher, so basically everywhere she goes, there's a murder. And there are a lot of murders in her hometown of Cabot Cove, which is this sleepy, like, main town. It's a fishing town, that sort of thing. It looks absolutely beautiful. And so I came up with this theory that Jessica Fletcher is not a mortal human. She is an eldritch god whose sacrifices are the mysteries that she solves. Everywhere she goes, she forces somebody to commit a murder so that she can solve a mystery. No matter or not she's aware of this is suspect. So I've been fletching out that story. I've got character sheets going. I've got, um, like, I'm working out the plot and things like that. And, um, yeah, that's, I'm getting back into, so I used to write short stories and shit like that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I stopped when I got into comedy, because just all of my energy was going into writing jokes. Right. And so it feels really good to get back into that. I uh, wrote a fan fiction last year that I did not publish on the internet. And um, it feels nice to, like, sort of get back on the on the horse. Hell yeah. So that's what I'm working on. And um, I don't know. We'll see. I kind of want to write the Dear That Never Was story and kind of turn that into a script as yeah. well. And see what we can do there. Um, But we have a big announcement. Yeah. This isn't like something that's like, oh, it's in the works. I mean, it is in the works, but this is like a hard plan. So we are going to do a limited run of a RPG podcast set in the supernatural world. Yes. Um, We're pretty pumped about it. Yeah. We're going to have some, we're obviously all going to be in it, but we're going to have some familiar faces as well, guests, former guests of the show. Um, It's not going to be, 
uh, as released released as steadily as Habcast is, obviously. Or LSA, for that matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or LSA. But uh, it's going to be just a short run, and we're getting ready to um, start uh, releasing it in spring 2020. Oh, yeah. so, oh man, we're putting a hard date on that. Spring, spring twenty twenty. Spring twenty twenty. Spring ish. Like yeah. Four months away. Let's call it. Let's call it a flaccid. Yeah, late flaccid late spring twenty twenty. In the south, it's practically summer. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but to the rest of you yokels, yeah. spring oh, yeah. ish. Is there any more announcements or whatnot? I don't think so. Yeah, oh, that's. Yeah. I mean, not right now, at least. Yeah. Secret um, secrets. I might start streaming more regularly rather than that twice that I did it. <laughs> What's your fucking handle, nerd? Uh, I'm probably going to make a new channel just because I was experimenting just to make sure I can make it look good first. On Twitch? Yeah. All right. Well, look out for that. You. <laughs> do, you do you do like commentary streaming? Yeah. It's, it's probably going to be like minimal. Like, yeah. Because I... I like the ones that don't talk a whole lot, or I like the ones that joke a bunch. But right. for like Twitch streams, I would rather just have something that I can loosely keep track of while yeah. I'm playing something yeah. or doing something else. But like actual YouTube videos, where I kind of want to pay attention because they're doing something interesting or making jokes that I dig, I would want to pay attention more. I I want two people to talk during Somebody streams. And then I, and then the rest of the time, I just want them to be absolutely silent. Yeah. And those two people are Danny Sexbang <laughs> and Aaron Hansen. They make a wonderful show. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. And anyone else, I'm like, bup, 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 bup. oh yeah. I'm not interested in hearing you speak through the game. And also, that includes my brother. <laughs> don't need your face. Yep. Yeah. No face. Don't game. need your face. Yeah, there's not gonna be a face. Game are you as beautiful as Danny Sexbang? No. The, Don't need it. I'm sorry. I think I think Danny is like absolutely beautiful. Oh, fuck yeah, he is. Like in his hair, like yeah. majestic, majestic girl, even. girl. Yeah. I look. I used to be an emo kid, and I have just never quite grown out of like. <laughs> oh, are you a tall, skinny white dude with crazy hair? Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. So the one time it, it's excusable that I have. A face cam is if you were playing like super fucking scary jump scary stuff. Right. And yeah. You want like people to see your reaction. Sure, and sure. Find that like appealing, but you know what? I never understood. So I've seen the face cam. Yeah. But then I've also seen the combo of face cam, keyboard, and mouse cam. <laughs> you gotta see your hands dancing across yeah. those keys. It's a, a it's a it's a ballet. There's a way better way to do that. Like, I was watching a dude play a ROM hack of uh, Ocarina of Time earlier today, and he has, on all of his streams, because he plays with a GameCube gamepad, right? Right. He just has the outline of that. Like, it shows all the buttons and shit, Mm -hmm. what direction he presses on the D-pad, the sticks and whatnot. And it shows that. I think On the screen? Yeah, on the screen. Yeah, no, see, this was like people playing PUBG, and they were like, look at at me fucking click, 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 (laughs) click, click every time I shoot. I hated it. it <laughs> I don't want to hear. I don't need to see keyboard. your goddamn mechanical keyboard. Why watch yeah. this? Oh my god! I don't even want to see your face. My yeah. keyboard at work is so loud. La- it's like kick, kick, kick. Oh, it's yeah. like a fucking typewriter. It's. That, I mean, that's how my the keyboard I use for my PC is too. It's yeah. very clacky. Clack, clack, clack. I bet you've got like cherry blue switches in that motherfucker or something. Mm. If they're that goddamn, is it like a mechanical keyboard? Like. 
is, does it feel mushy or does it do you feel like click when you like, I feel like click oh yeah it's probably it goes yeah. click 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 clack yeah. click click clack 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 click click clack my game like a gaming keyboard because I fucking hated the Apple one that right yeah oh I hate Apple keyboards it's so flat it is and bony it was the worst because it just it's not very aromatic Agromatic. Ergomatic? Ergonomic. Ergonomic. Well, and I say that as, like, a Mac user. I still use the Apple, like, Bluetooth one. Because at this point, it's just muscle memory. Because I learned how to use my editing, like, my audio editing software on a Mac laptop. So when it translates to... The uh, my other computer now, I just have muscle memory to the Mac keyboard. Yeah. But when I'm gaming, I got my fucking like clicky clacky and my click clack clickety clack. Yeah. I say click click clickety clack. I'm actually in the middle of building a new computer right now. Are you? Yeah. What uh what parts do you have left that you need? Uh well, I just bought the case, oh. and I have the um I've got the the RAM the processor and the motherboard already already lined up hell yeah i know you were working on thinking about getting one too right yeah i'm thinking about it um uh right now i'm still working on getting a laptop and i actually just had somebody be like hey uh do you want my copy of Link's awakening and i'm like yes switch (laughs) yes you don't even have a switch yet i know (laughs) <laughs> so now I have to get a switch, <laughs> even more than I wanted to before. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, those are vague artistic plans for the future. I hope some of it is interesting. Um, and if it's not, uh, you know what? Nobody asked you. So. Let us know though. Seriously, if you're yeah. if you're excited about the um, RPG podcast or anything that you've heard, like, yeah. Let us know if like. Give us, like, creative validation behind these dreams of ours. Please, yeah. yeah. Well, the RPG podcast is happening, so, yeah. like, I, I want... you want it to or not. I kind of want to know if our if our listeners are like, I'd listen to this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah. I've been wanting to do one of these for a minute, yeah. and mm-hmm. I That's love RPGs. Yeah, pretty much. Except we're not going to be playing our D&D. Yeah, we're not but... going to be playing D&D, but it's... it'll still be role-playing, and it'll still be tons of fun. Yeah! yeah. Having fun with friends. Yeah! And um, it'll be a good time. It will. Travis is going to be the GM. Yep. I'm already working on stories. Yep. I'm already working on character ideas. Fuck yeah. All right. Well. All right. I think it's time to get this bitch started. This two-parter, right? This mm-hmm. two-parter. Even though it's not specifically to a two-part ending. It's, no, it's, can it's, it's traditional I mean, but it, Yeah, it, it's it'll all day. be... Look, after a certain point, it's just like, okay, the the penultimate episode and the last episode yeah. are just going to lead into each other. Right, yeah. So they're called Two Minutes to Midnight uh-huh. and Swan Song. Oh, man. What happens? If the second one isn't a Hollywood Undead reference, I'm, I'm walking. I'm off this podcast. <laughs> Pretty sure... Hollywood and Dead is just a swan song reference. Oh, I was being facetious. I don't understand. They have an album called Swan Songs. Uh, two minutes to midnight. Sam and Dean are gonna be. They're gonna be looking at a clock, and it's gonna be twelve fifty-eight, and they're gonna be like, "Well, we better get going." 
did the did the time wrong. You said it was twelve fifty eight. Oh shit! Could <laughs> <laughs> be like a time change reference. Yeah, yeah no, it was fucking daylight savings time ended, so now I'm all off. Yeah, who knows what time it is? <laughs> it it feels like midnight when it's four o'clock now. So and I'm guessing nothing bad happens. And nothing bad happens. Swan song. Sam and Dean go to a theme park and they get in the swan boat and then they go through the tunnel and they come out and then Cass is there and they all ride the swan boat into the sunset and nothing bad happens and everything is okay and the series is over. Why? <laughs> <coughs> There's ten more years. Oh, God! Ten more years. Oh, ten guys, years. we I have to be believe. friends for the next ten years. Jesus. <laughs> well, we're going to, like, compress it down into, like, three. Yeah. For the next ten seasons. We have to be friends <laughs> for the next ten seasons. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's just when I thought the end was here. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Let's yep. find out if that's Let's what happens. Let's find out. Oh god damn. We back. Oh man. This this whole journey has been intense. It really like, has. This was these are just our thoughts on 2 minutes to midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to watch Two Minutes to Midnight, record Immediate Thoughts, and then watch the finale, watch the finale yeah. record that, um, splice God, it together. It was so fucking good. It was right? so good. Like, okay, first, like, ten minutes, a little shaky. Yeah, it yeah. starts pr- like a pretty normal Supernatural episode. Funky as fuck. Yeah, going well, after Pestilence. Yeah, going after Pestilence. We get the cold open where, like, Pestilence kills someone and is kind of... Fucking weird. I will say, yeah. I did like him a lot. He kind of reminded me of an evil Mr. Rogers. Yeah, a little bit. Which I was in. Like, I like that actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him in Eureka? Because I brought it up. Like, we're, we're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple episodes of Eureka, and he does. Yeah. See, he did seem really familiar, so I guess that's where I've seen him at. But it's been a couple years, mm-hmm. and the episodes with him, the really early on episodes before they get to like the weird parts of the show, yeah, are really cool and really interesting because he's he's just, just he's very much like this character, yeah, but mm-hmm. not evil. Hmm. I'm looking up the actor name. He yeah. just has a very like matter of fact way of speaking. I just yeah. really enjoy enjoy him. He's got a good delivery, but I think they should have done another take on. Uh, it's going to get very, very, very much worse. That yeah. line was bad. The line should have been... Oh, he was Max Headroom. Fucking oh. really? Yeah. Oh, he was the voice of Max Headroom? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. All right. Sounds like we should watch Max Headroom or those weird... Oh, God. His name's Matt Furrer. Fur- Furrer. Let me see. Furrer. Hmm. Furrer. F-R-E-W-E-R. Frower? Frower. Freewer. I bet it's Freewer. Oh, he also did uh, the commercials. He also portrayed... I didn't know that Mac- Max Hedron was in the new Coke commercials. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really think you should watch those conspiracy theory episodes oh, God. on YouTube about uh, the mask dude. Mm-hmm. I think he was in, like, what, Chicago or somewhere? I don't know. Yeah. It's fucked up. Uh, no, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so they they dispatch a pestilence pretty quickly. They they're like, look, yeah. we have mm-hmm. some real shit to get to. Yeah. I still enjoyed him. Um, I thought he was like appropriately creepy, but yeah. you can kind of tell that like they're just like, okay, let's mm-hmm. yeah, let's get to. We got to we got some shit to yeah. get to. I, I liked how once they once they actually like. You know, sliced Pestilence's finger off and got his ring. Yeah. He didn't disappear right away uh-huh. because at this point we've been—it's been like confirmed that, of course, the horsemen don't die. Yeah, but he sticks around just enough to say it's too late. Yeah, and then he and then he skadoodles out of there. Yeah. So his—he's basically treating humans as like a petri dish and just giving them a bunch of different diseases mm-hmm. for fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're like eons and eons old yeah like you would fucking and like had those powers because his plan's already in motion so he's just like yeah. i'm just gonna fuck around yeah, while this not. goes down i mean why not yeah he's got the money and the time fuck it yeah uh, but he's giving everyone h1n1 i think we've covered this before or no he's giving it everyone an h1n1 vaccine yeah, yeah. but really it's the crotoan virus but yeah like, they're using the H1N1 as an excuse for people to get the vaccine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, real topical yep. to 2010. May as well. Which we, I think we talked about last episode. Yep. Guess what, everybody? Swine flu's back. Yep. And I this actually, time... I got my flu shot over the weekend. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, it was really cute and disgusting. Yep. My cat and I did it as a yeah. date. Couples who get date? stabbed together stay together? Yeah. Stab. They free. also stab. $27. I'm going to go get my flu shot done because I had the flu last year. And I have to say, not not an experience I want to repeat. Not an experience I would want to repeat. There is a report that it's only like 27% effective this year. Yeah, that happens every year. Yeah, there's always like a new, harder, more badass strain. Go get your fucking flu shot. Like, wash your hands. Something is better than not being It's like saying you should go outside naked when it's cold. Yeah. Yeah, Because you're going to get cold anyway. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. Um, get your fucking flu shot. Yeah. Wash your fucking hands. Don't go to fucking work if you're ha- if you're sick. Yeah. Don't like go- I know that's a hard thing to follow, but like try to follow it as hard as you can. Don't go to open mics. Don't go out. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you have the flu, stay home. Yeah. Have somebody bring you soup if you can. Recuperate. Yeah. Because yes. it's not it's not pretty. No, it's not. No. It's not. It's Green not. doesn't look good on most people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um. um so yeah, and then we get into the meat. The meat and fucking potatoes. Death. Jesus Christ. <sighs> oh, man. And the, distri- and the distribution center, too. That was... Right. Oh, two gives a fuck, but death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, okay, so a couple of things we find out in this little beginning portion before we meet Big Daddy Death. Because mm-hmm. this yeah. isn't like little baby death. This is yeah. Big Daddy Death. Big Daddy Death. <laughs> so... Cass is pretty much human at this point. Yeah. Because yeah, he's bone dry on mm-hmm. angel juice. Yeah. Because he's been drinking that dumb bitch juice. We had one last um, one last shot of Bobby in a wheelchair as it yep. slowly pans out. Yes. Because uh, Bobby dies. So that's yep, why. Yep, he's yep. dead by the time they get back Goodbye, from killing Pestilence. Over the, like a, an overleg? That yeah. means you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Okay. So you know... I think I may have mentioned this before, but you know in Breath of the Wild in the Terrytown yeah. uh, mini quest, yeah, and how they side quest, like walk off yeah, and play that music. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the music I imagine yeah. <laughs> playing while Bobby is in a sad wheelchair. Um, uh, and 
Oh, oh, Cass gets a really kind of badass moment where, yeah. like, Pestilence is doing his whole big villain, like, yeah. again, just kill them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, Seth Green said it best. Just kill them. Yeah. Like, don't say shit. And Pestilence is specifically like, I'm going to kill the Winchesters. And then there's this demon who's like, but don't. And Pestilence is like, they killed my fucking brothers. Um, if Lucifer gives a shit, he can come here himself. He can glue yeah. them back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, all right, Pestilence. Mm-hmm. All right. I see you. Respect. Yeah. yeah. I see you in the I see you. Um, and then uh, he creepily hugs his demon nurse. Yeah, he does. And then, like, he's covered in, like, exorcist-style split-pea soup. Yeah, oh, like it is. asparagus soup. So yeah. he gives these people, a, like, a cocktail of drugs, and then they hilariously immediately die. Yeah. Like. Uh, no, it's a cocktail of diseases, not drugs. It's kind of, there's a little bit of, oh, yeah, cocktail of diseases. It's kind of like a tonal, a tonal dissonance thing, because in that beginning scene, I was like, oh, we got a little bit of creepy... Well, yeah. creep, creep with pestilence yeah. over here. And then they like, yeah, green soup. And, and then it was like it was broken because yeah. it was yeah. just kind of hilarious yeah. and literally like peas, like yeah. chunks yeah. in this in this vomit. More evidence that supernatural is just in the same vein basically vomiting ecto cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a fucking anime. And it's like you're on Nickelodeon. Time to get slime. <laughs> 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 Back to oh, okay. Slime Wars, Nickelodeon. The show that launched a thousand kinksters. <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyway. Wait. What? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go past that. You and I will talk later, privately. <laughs> Wink. Um and um, Pestilence is doing his his big. I'm the I'm a bad guy. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. Topical references. And um, he's like, "You're not an angel anymore. You don't have any angel juice in you. You ain't got the spark." And then Cash is fucking like whammies his hand down and cuts off the ring. Kaz is like, well, maybe a little bit of angel (laughs) angel dust. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which I was like, that was a solid, I mean, like, 8 out of 10 as far as, like, big fucking hero moments. You know what I mean? I love a good good one-liner, a pre-ass-kicking one-liner. Alright? Love, love, love that. There's a big difference between like a one-liner after you stab, and like you got the kill, you got it nailed down, you've got you've got the experience points from it. Yeah. And there's the other side of it with you, like you've got the person in the crosshairs, and you haven't pulled a goddamn trigger yet. Oh yeah. yeah. And then you say your bullshit line, yeah, the and they one, dodge it. The one-liner before the kill. It, Ooh, that's ballsy. It's no, it's dumb because nine times out of ten they're gonna dodge it. I hate it. I hate that goddamn trope. <laughs> I had to get that off my chest. I mean, the best pre-ass-kicking one-liner that I've heard in recent years is, and now I'm going to have to kill this fucking clown. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Losers Club, asshole! <laughs> 10 out of 10, stuck the landing. Good yeah, job, Richie. There's a lot in that goddamn movie. There is, yeah. yeah. Rock fight! <laughs> hey, you sloppy bitch! Yep. Oh, man. You want to play truth or dare? I've got a truth for you. You're a sloppy bitch. <laughs> That's it. That's the line. It's so good. good. 
I didn't think I didn't think I was gonna watch that movie and hear that line, but then it happened. And I was like, <laughs> Fuck you. ten out of ten, stuck the landing. Good job, Richie Tozier. But after they they've got Cassie has got the ring, mm-hmm. they're gearing up to. Well, before I think before that, the best. I came personally. Yeah, like it, it was the best scene in the whole show. Except for the second best scene in the whole show that happened later in this episode. Oh, yeah. But this, so, Death... He's driving, like, a, an off-white, kind of almost an eggshell white. I think it's a It's a pale horse. Yeah. It is a pale horse. Yeah. It's, it's a wonderful... I don't like white cars that much. This was beautiful. It was yeah. Like, mm. it, hell, it may have been, like, bone white. Yeah. Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. Rolling up to a magnificent cover of... Oh, Death. Oh, oh Death. death. Yeah, um. Phenomenal. Which, if yeah. you haven't heard that it's a spiritual, yeah, it's. I mean, it's beautiful. Honestly, any rendition of that song gives me goosebumps. Any oh. rendition of that song is amazing. But if you want my recommendation, Ralph Stanley's version. Yeah, it plays in. Um, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, if that's okay. that version, yeah, and it's just stripped down bare bones. Mm-hmm. And I like that version the most because it's very much like an old man pleading with death. This a young woman is singing it and it's got some more like creepy vibes, I think. Um, It really struck the chord that they were trying to with his saunter. Yeah. I will say, yeah. And he's he's slow motioning out into the, you know, sidewalk of Chicago. A guy bumps into him and then dies. Yeah, because he, yeah. Death White, he rubs the dust off yeah. of his goddamn oh, shoulder. Man. A true OG. Do you... And the guy falls fucking over like the CIA hit him with a heart attack gun. And they have done a really good job of this point of making death this big looming like, Badass. this is going to be the dragon that we have to defeat before Lucifer. Yeah. So the the reveal is so much better yeah. because he just kills that rando for really oh, no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I still don't 100%. I'm not 100% sure why I did it, but I know I'm interested. It's the same. It's the exact same sentiment as you killing an ant because it's on your kitchen counter. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Well, and it's like, it's also, you know, if you touch death, you die. Yeah. <laughs> so he, it's, it's just. It's like in Kill Bill 2 when K- Beatrix Kiddo hits Bill with the five point yeah. falling technique because the guy takes five steps and falls fucking over. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, it was, um, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, beautiful scene. What did, what did you make of it? I mean, it was amazing. There were two points in this episode where I was just, like, watching it and watching you at the same time. Cause I, I was I was totally, like, enwrapped. You, yeah, you were yeah. enamored with this episode. Yeah, it was amazing. So was... good. This episode's so fucking good. Um, then we get uh, Dean and Bobby and... Uh, Cass having a little powwow. There's a, they've got the band and they've got the, oh, they've got the Impala. Yeah. And we've got bongos. And, mm-hmm. oh, at, also earlier in the episode, Sam has introduced to Dean his idea. Yeah. He's going to say yes to Lucifer, take control of his own body back, and then hop into the cage. Yep. Dean is like, nope, you can't fucking do it. Yeah. Because Lucifer is pretty much like the older Taguro brother. With uh, gourmet, yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm gonna say this. I 
know that they kind of get to this at the end of the episode, mm. but why, why focus on Sam can't do this as opposed to Sam, you would be, you would be forcing yourself into hell forever. A fate worse than death. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they want to consider him doing it because of that. I think that's... Probably. That would have been a... I think the writing would have been better. Mm-hmm. I think it would, like... Rather than harping on the pseudo-anger management issues that we've been told that Sam has. The, dark, the darkness he has and blah, blah, blah. Like, like, like every hunter doesn't, yada, yada, yada. Like, he has literal darkness in him from that demon blood as a baby. Mm-hmm. But... What's the difference between that and alcoholism or you watching your wife die in front of you or watching... Or just doing legitimately bad things and then like couching it as some sort of righteousness. Exactly. And always being right. Season 19. I just... See, I think... Okay, so I have such mixed feelings on how they treat this um, because I love a good heroic sacrifice. You know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few... Uh, or the one, um, I, I like. I love that trope, but I'm very picky with it. It's yeah. got to be the choice of the person involved or the the person who's doing the sacrifice. You can't yeah. sacrifice somebody else. Yeah. Um, I will also go ahead and say that, like, you know, um, I think that I think I think there's a very real case to be made with Dean where he's like so emotionally constipated that he can't even admit to himself that it's really what well it's a weak case that he can't even admit to himself that he doesn't want to lose his brother it's a weak case because we've already seen him be like i don't want to lose my brother that's why he brought him back to life Mm -hmm. in the end of season two Yeah. yeah right um but like so i'm just gonna focus on like he can't do it it's not possible for him but like i think that kind of takes away from the revelation we had a couple episodes ago in Dark Side of the Moon where they're trying to like trust each other more and Dean's trying to let Sam grow up and make his own decisions and Sam's trying to understand where Dean's coming from and now not being able to lose Mm. his family. And now Dean, who is the main character of the show and the point of view character, has, has to choose between trusting, actually putting his money where his mouth is and trusting Sam's choices because he, if he chooses to do that, he's going to lose Sam, yeah. right? Like, either Lucifer's just going to own him or he's, you know, his Sam's plan's going to work. Yeah. So, like, this isn't a bad choice for him to have to make, like, at this point in the story. But I just wish they had maybe... Flushed it out more, like done something. Focused more on the fear of loss yeah. in this episode because it is the penultimate episode, yeah. as opposed to because in the next episode we're just gonna get busy. Yeah, <laughs> we got shit to do. We got Satan to put back in his cage. You know what I mean? Do you think they did? <clears throat> they did because they thought they didn't have enough time? Because legitimately they could have just. Aaron Sorkin did and just talked faster. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Um. That would be really interesting to, like, read about. I, yeah. I just don't know. Um, and this is a personal preference. People yeah. can disagree with me. Now, hell, when we remake the show in, like, 15 years? Yeah. We're going to make it better. We're going to do the lines better. We're going to be on Netflix so we can do a full hour. 
And cover all the shit we want to do. And say fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Let Dean say fuck. Well, Let like, Gabe say fuck. There was a moment also, where Bobby said balls, and I swear to God, it looked like his mouth said fuck, and they had to overdub him saying it balls. Most likely, yeah, because yeah. I think this is all one take Jake's here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And you know, it got like in the moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, you know, he's a fucking, like, stage actor, and he's been doing it for goddamn ever, so oh, he's, yeah. yeah, it was probably just muscle memory to say mm. shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, when we remake Supernatural, when you die, you yeah. die. <laughs> for the most part. I want to keep it as, like, kind of, not as true as true to the, like, source material as we can, mm-hmm. but I want to keep the anime aspects of this goddamn show. That's fair. Like, I want to keep the... Like the Dragon Balls, like death fucking... just can't hold me back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like there are certain things you need to have to make it what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I think bringing certain characters back later on is kind of a cheap move. Yeah. To, like drum audience appeal back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that being said, some of it's pretty goddamn rad. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. So basically. Sam, okay, so Cass gets back with them to uh, Bobby's house, and Sam and Dean are like, well, you know, like, obviously Pestilence already has plans and motions, and a lot of people are going to die. This is bad. Bobby, please tell me you have good news. And Bobby's like, three million people are going to die in Chicago. Chicago's going to be wiped off the map. It's like, it's, it's like. When somebody's like, please, for the love of God, tell me a joke. I've had the worst day of my goddamn life. And they're like, here's a suicide joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to hear a joke? Your life. <laughs> 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 Boom. Gotcha. Why are you crying? Facial. Double facial. Yeah. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Boom. Got it. I'm confused. Put down the gun. I'm so- um, yeah, uh, and Cass is like, we have very different, different, I don't understand <laughs> what the fuck this is, like, why is this good, this? yeah, and, uh, you know, Bobby says, well, it's because Death's gonna be there, and he, Death has the last ring, and we can go kill Death, and we can rule them all, and we can, yeah, mm-hmm. get the one ring to rule them all, one ring to <laughs> find them, one ring to bring them all, and then the dragon's okay. I fucked it up. I don't remember the words as like I used to. It's cool, but he says that shit, and then our bowler, Mark A. Shepard, saunters in from the counter. There's oh, yeah. that bitch. <laughs> He's like, okay. come on, tell him why. Oh, man. Yeah, they're so like, Bobby, how do you know this? Yeah. And Crowley's like, I'll never tell. He's <laughs> like that old dude in like the fishing dude in those commercials, uh-huh. the Adventures commercials. Come on, you gotta want it to get it. The dollar in the fishing pole. You, you gotta get it. Gotta yep. be quicker than that. Quicker than that. Bobby sold instead of the dollar bill. Um. That's weird. <laughs> I'm just like, Sam's asking the real questions. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah, I made. Did it y'all deal. smooch? Yeah. Did, did you kiss? Yes. I'm just curious. And Bobby's like, no. And Crowley's like, uh, here's the receipt. He's got this sex picture with it. He's got like locking eyes oh, with yeah, the camera. Like, Make love to like, the camera, Crowley. Who opens their eyes during a kiss? It's weird. Well, she did. Me. I'm sorry. Yeah, sometimes you just want to open your eyes and see how beautiful the person you're kissing is. 
Just enjoy it. God damn. I just like to count the pimples I want to pop later. <laughs> also, bleh, yeah. Travis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Type 2 diabetes you just gave me that sweet uh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Bobby has sold his soul in exchange for Crowley giving him the locale of death. The yeah, where death is, Chicago. The Windy City. Second City. Second City improv. Oh my god. Okay, in 15 years when we make the show, have it on Netflix. Everything is exactly the same except instead of getting pizza, Dean finds death in an improv theater and all the improvers are dead. Yes! (laughs) Oh, I love this. And he's eating a burrito. Yeah. Dean, Dean, you're not (laughs) yes-anding. All the improvers are like, okay, think of um, uh, something that could spontaneously happen if death walked in and a food you might find at a theater. Hot dog, everybody dies. Death just like pops up and says, hot dog, and everyone falls over. I love it. Guys, we gotta remake this show. (laughs) We have to be the ones in charge of the reboot. I don't know how we get that. I don't know how we do that, but I mean, we gotta be We have to have a million dollars. So if you want to help us reboot Supernatural in 15 years, go to go to uh, patreon.com slash abcast. That's an achievable All right. goal in 15 years yeah. with the right mutual fund. No. I've no got a knife. Oh, We're making geez. a blood pact. I'm not cutting my I'm not cutting my head with all this capsaicin in the air. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um this is a pepper factory essentially. Yes, it is. They make peppers here. Yeah. We invented peppers. <laughs> And my father, the inventor of peppers. He's got a lot of pep in his step, right? <laughs> so, um, and Crowley smooched. Crowley and Bobby smooched. Um, oh, he's also. I got no strings to hold me down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there because uh, they won't, they're only in like the. What the dining room slash kitchen, and then they go to like to like the load up the cars to go out. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like having their one big final talk before they split the parties like idiots. Yep. And it's like uh, Dean and Crowley going to Shy Town, and Sam, Cass, and Bobby, they go to that distribution factory. Yeah, they're they're going to stop the Crotone virus from yeah. being distributed. And that's when Crowley gives them the old, "Are you just going to sit there, Bobby?" Yeah. Added a clause, a footnote, if you will. Yep. To your demon deal. Bobby, get up and walk. <laughs> it is I, Jesus. <laughs> Evil Jesus in a better suit. I gripped you tight and raised you from the wheelchair. Yep. That's the way they got it in one last time. I'm gonna take this pen and put it in my ears. We're having fun. So, um, and we find out that, 
the company that Brady worked for, Nivius, is doing a distribution of the swine flu virus or vaccine, which is actually Croton virus. Mm-hmm. So that's why we got to split up, split the gang up. Um, and uh, Cass has a little like, like I'm not an angel anymore, and that really bums me out. I'm pretty much fucking useless. And Bobby's like, I'm sorry. Do I look like I give a shit? <laughs> like, Cass, of all the people you're going to whine to, you chose Bobby? You chose Ironsides McGee over here? Yeah, like, come on. This is when he's still in the wheelchair. Yeah. And Bobby's like, pick up the fucking gun and shoot something. I don't give a fuck. I, we don't talk about our feelings like that. Yeah, yeah we're men, goddammit. Jesus. We don't have feelings. And Cass is like, you're right, my B. And then Bobby gets to walk again. And, uh, so that, that all turns out totally fine. Yeah. Oh, but Crowley is not giving back Bobby's soul yet, like he promised to do in the last episode. He's holding it as insurance. Yeah, so he's got to keep on tight to that. What do you think Crowley's going to do with Bobby's soul? Well, so he said, why, uh, he took Bobby's soul in exchange for telling Bobby where death is located. Yeah. And giving back his legs. And he's keeping Bobby's soul. Oh, just, I mean, so Sam and Dean don't fucking kill Crowley on the spot. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is probably so no one else kills him on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> All of Bobby's friends and family. Yeah. Just kidding. He has none of those. <laughs> he only has the boys. Yep. And Rufus. he never comes around anymore he doesn't we never see that son of a bitch um but do you want to cover Dean and Crowley first or do you want to go with the distribution center well let's do the distribution center best for last yeah because they like so they have to like pull like Bobby is pulling a plan out of his ass that sounded really good and positive and Cast is like uh, that's a great plan. Uh, quick problem, that truck is leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Cass just, like, he goes, like, Fast and Furious 1 on that motherfucker. Like, goes up, like, the guy's, like, trying to swipe his card to leave. Mm-hmm. And Cass just grabs him, like, knocks him out with a shotgun. He's blaring the horn because he fell on it because he knocked out. He breaks the door switch for some reason with a shotgun so no one else can leave. And then all the demons hear this ruckus. Yeah. And they describe it as insane because it is. It's basically like when you accidentally kill someone on a no-kill stealth run of a game. Yeah. yeah that's exactly <laughs> like, what it's Oh, like. shit, I didn't mean to do that. It's like when you accidentally like smack a guard in Skyrim. Yeah. And they all get pissed off at you. Yep. Uh, but that's... like they, they Stop! Still in the name of the law! <laughs> I was an adventurer too before I took an arrow to the Croatoan virus. Yeah. And they start locking all the doors and shit. And so, like, no one can get out. And then they release the Croatoan virus on the humans that mm-hmm. hadn't been, like, possessed. Yeah, well, the demons were in charge, but they were still getting humans to do the dirty work. That makes sense. Yeah. And like they... lifting boxes. Packaging. Yeah. I've worked third party logistics. You want to be a manager in that place. Yeah. You don't want to do dick mm-hmm. in those places. Uh, so, Sam and Bobby bust in. Cass just kind of hangs back, I guess. Because I didn't see him go in. Dude. Yeah. but so Maybe he's, in. like, catching demons outside. They save Cass for, like, 
oh, we gotta have someone come in in the last second to save the day. Mm-hmm. It's about to get fucked, but... He does a fine job with it. He does. I mean, good for him, but, yeah. like... But Sam, it just goes full badass, like, starts helping people, it saves a bunch of motherfuckers, oh, like, yeah. gets them out real fast. Yeah, the demon's plan was to leave a surprise for Sam and Bobby and Cass, where they were like, I know, we'll take a bunch of uncoordinated zombies... And pit them up against two highly trained marksmen. Yeah. yeah. Great idea. Yeah. We're gonna win. Yeah, because, like, Sam and Bobby, like, bust in, like, save, like, six people right off the goddamn back. Yeah, just immediately. Like... And then take out, like, tw- like what, like, ten rage virus zombies with eight well, shots? Well, I think the demons forgot that at <clears throat> this point... Our heroes don't give a shit about other human lives anymore. They can't with the Croton because there's yeah. no cure for them. Oh, yeah, they're true. just like, yeah. look, these these humans are gone. Yeah. We've been here before. There's nothing we can do. Murder time. Yep. Let's save the ones we can, oh, essentially. Yeah. Saving GTA and murder everyone. Look, we man, to, man, we're on a trolley. Yeah. All right? <laughs> <laughs> and in front of us is a bunch of zombies, and behind those zombies are some normal people. So we're just going to fucking hit all the zombies that we can, get the normal people on the there, trolley. There's not even like a, like, a, like a diversion. There's only like the one track. Yeah. 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 This isn't a problem as much as just. <laughs> just gotta say fuck it at this point. Yep. It's yeah. not really a choice here. Yeah. I got six letters and they spell fuck it. See, there are basically two smart demons in the show at this point, and everyone, every other demon now is just a fucking moron. They're just jobbers. They absolutely are. Yeah. This is where we are. We talked about this in the first episode where we were like, look, the characters are going to level up like it's a video game. Mm-hmm. And so demons, which are like, ooh, scary in the first season, are just going to be fucking putty. Oh, yeah. Just like... Big time jobbers now. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're basically just those rats from Skyrim mm-hmm. who you murder yeah. like in the fucking tutorial section. That's it. I am. That's that's really all it is. But they clear everybody out. They, uh, like Sam gets tackled by a demon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bobby has run out of shells in his rifle, and Sam can't get his knife into the zombie or into the demon. He gave and, Bobby the knife. Yeah, he gave Bobby the knife. Oh, and it's a Croton person. It's not a demon. Oh yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. why Bobby just doesn't use the knife. Yeah, and which I don't. Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. I don't think it would work. No, I mean, it's still a knife. He's yeah. just a human. Oh, they could I mean, that's true. Stab him in the neck. But uh, Kaius just kind of, like, saunters up, puts the sawed-off shotgun to the guy's temple, and, like, pulls the trigger. And there is a truly terrible CGI effect. Yeah. It blood like splatter. A, big bad blood splatter. It looked like grenadine, like if somebody had popped a grenadine balloon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty awful. I miss the practical blood yeah. There was a lot of bad CGI in this episode, but... And a lot of bad CGI in the one where death brought all those people back to life, too. Yeah. yeah. That was a rough time. Yeah. A rough, rough time. Yep. Um, but they accomplished their mission. They did. Yeah, they got the job done. And then Bobby sees something in Sam... But we're not quite sure what it is yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I think Sam and Cass have a very sweet kind of moment. Sweet, sour, sweet and sour chicken kind of moment. Um, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, so I personally find Sam and Cass's relationship more interesting than Dean and Cass's. Yeah. From a purely like platonic Standpoint. This right. isn't me being like I ship Sastiel, which is yeah. their ship name. 
Um, which I know for reasons. Don't at me. <laughs> I'm going to at you because I didn't know that. All right. Well, I don't believe it because, like, honestly. Now you do. Yeah. With the internet, everyone gets shipped. Yeah. That just happens. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It just yeah. happens. Um, nowhere is safe. Uh,. But I think I just, I mean, it's the whole, like, oh, these two characters, when they met, just, like, absolutely snubbed the shit out of each other, and there was all this, like, tension between them because of misunderstanding, and, but now they've grown to care about each other, and, you know, become Fireforged friends, so, like, I just, I just really love that type of, like, relationship dynamic, whether it's romantic or platonic, and Sam and Cass have that where... Dean and Cass do also, but not as much. It's not as interesting. Yeah. Because some sometimes it does feel like a pseudo-forced romantic yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just... The queer baiting is strong. Yeah. And that's why I feel like the, the Sam and Castiel is a lot more interesting. Yeah. So... Sam, Sam and Bobby tell Cass the plan to... Um, let Lucifer possess Sam. And Sam's like, you can tell me it's a terrible idea, like everybody else. And Cass is like, well, I'll tell you that if that's what you want to hear, but I disagree because you and your brother surpass my expectations every time. And I just thought that was like a really kind of sweet moment. And then Cass is like, just so you know, though, it would be nearly impossible. You'd have to drink an insane amount of demon blood. And um, if you lose, like, like, Michael is possessing Adam at this point. Like, that's happened. Adam is his vessel. He's given up on Dean. Yeah. So the, the the cage match will happen. Yeah. Now it's time. Now it's time. What do we make of when Crowley and Dean first, like when we start talking about them, when they start hunting down death, and they, they get, Crowley accidentally takes them to the wrong location. I think that was really an accident. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was definitely like, yeah, there's reapers around. This is absolutely where death seems like mm-hmm. it should he should be. Do you think And then he wasn't. Do you think death was where he was because he was just getting a last little bit of chill before having to do that big dumbass thing? I think so, yeah. I can dig that. I think death likes to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got six letters and they spell no shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's, I think, a, that's a yep, big part of this character. He doesn't have to, he just wants to. He, he just likes beautiful. to, yeah. yeah. I just think death was like, look, I'm having a really rough time right now. I'm going to carbo load. Oh, yeah. Comfort food, baby. I'm going to throw out a spoiler. We're going to see death a few more times. And every time it's going to be beautiful for just a... Yeah. Yeah. Um, looking at the actor who plays death, he's... He looks like the first doctor. He does. The very first doctor. Yeah. So much like him. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You right. So, Um, he's in the villains wiki. He's not a villain. No. He's not. I'd say he's very much a neutral party. Yes. As I feel like death always should be. Julian Richings. Death is never truly a villain. No. Lawful neutral? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he's Canadian, English-born Canadian actor. I can see that. He just had a birthday, September 8th. Happy birthday, nice. Death. Yeah. Um, he's a TV guy. 
Uh, well, he's been in a lot of movies too. Naked Lunch. Oh, really? As the exterminator. Bit, bit, bits. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, just, I, I, I also really loved how when they went to the wrong location, Crowley was like, yeah, I can really go for some pizza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a little, like a little foreshadowing there. And oh, that was really fun. He's the governor in The Vich. Mm. Oh, shit. Let's see. He's in Orphan Black, Hannibal, The Expanse, Patriot, Twelve Monkeys, Creeped Out, Doom Patrol, American Gods. Wait, you're saying we can watch Twelve Monkeys for LSA? I'm very excited about that. Well, the TV show. Oh. Not the 1955 movie. Because he was born in 1955, so. Well, there was a a movie in like the 90s, like a remake. Oh. Yeah, with Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis, I believe. Oh. Hmm. Well, he was in the television show. Fair enough. Um, but we do get a funny moment with uh, another funny moment with Dean and Crowley because they're parked on a, just a road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very much like who's on first just because they're like, yeah, well, where the fuck can he be? And then Crowley just bamooses over to a pizzeria and he starts mouthing, I found, found him. him. Yep. He's right here. He's like, I can't hear you. Yeah, I can't read lips. What the fuck are you saying? And Crowley just ba- like bamps right back in the car. He's like, he's in the pizzeria, dumbass. Yeah. That was really great. Um, and Dean's like, okay, you coming with me? And Crowley immediately is like, absolutely fuck not. I want to live. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? This is death. He yeah. kills people. Yeah. So he's big daddy death. Yeah. Like... Mm-hmm. He's not choke me clone daddy death. He's big motherfucking. He's big daddy death. Big D death. But Crowley has given Dean his original sight. Yes. To kill him with because rumor has it that it can kill the thing itself. Yep. And Dean is doing his best, like a Metal Gear Solid, Solid Snake sneak. Oh yeah. Tactics. But he gets closer and closer, and the scythe just gets hotter and hotter for some reason. I thought that was really cool. It was, and he drops it, and Death is just like, thank you for returning that. Oh, everyone in this restaurant is dead, by the way. Oh, yeah, Uh everyone's dead. And what happens next is honestly one of the best scenes in Supernatural, if not the best, like, ever. His introduction, his saunter to the pizzeria... And his conversation, his initial conversation with Dean, beautiful moments. Death is, what I love about this is it's truly unnecessary. It really is, but. But why would you not have it, though? Like, it's so good. It's. You could say the same thing about deep dish pizza. It's completely unnecessary, but fucking delicious. Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lasagna, but it's delicious. It's a delicious <laughs> yeah. casserole. Yeah. Um, he... So he's eating a deep dish pizza. So you could... The reason why I'm like, it's not really necessary, because there's a lot of, like, death kind of, like, just talking about himself. Yeah. And he's talking about why he's going to just give Dean his ring. Right. But we don't need to understand that much. Death could have simply been, like, he's messing with the natural order of, like, life and death. I care about that. Here's my ring. 
I, I, I think it just helps to make Death a much more sympathetic character. But yeah. also, like, understanding him more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what sympathy means. Um, but yeah, because it was like, <laughs> Lucifer has him on a leash and, and is doing ha- is having him do Lucifer's bidding with this spell that he did. And Death is like, I hate this. Yeah. Everything about this is awful. I'm basically like a toy. I'm a weapon to a child having a tantrum. Yeah, yeah. which was good. He, he starts out and he's like, you have to understand, you are a speck of dust to me. Mm-hmm. It's like a, you know, fucking termite yeah. sitting at the table of a, you know, at, like at your table and pretending they're your equal. Yeah. Just like, I think... For me, the standout moments of the scene are when um, Dean asks Death how old he is, and Death says, "Well, I'm as old as God, maybe older." Yeah. Neither of us can remember. <laughs> yeah. Chicken, life and death, chicken and egg. Uh, I just know that one day I will reap God. Yeah. Man. Like this yeah, is that was fucking yeah. intense. Beautiful. Yeah. That is why he is the best horseman. That is why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at one point he says, this, he says the sentence, God will die, and there's like a lightning strike, and it lights up his face. Oh. Because we can, we can live in a world, I mean, it's like highly unlikely to ever happen, just with humanity being what it is, but we can live in a world without war or famine or disease. Mm-hmm. Not, Not death. death. No, nothing beats death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. And that's what makes him so powerful. That's what makes him like so above the other horsemen because like they just feel like you're playing they're playing pretend and this actor just oh, yeah. like nails it. Yeah. He looks like what I'd expect death to look like, real thin, uh, kind of wearing like a big jacket. Yeah, a wrinkled, eviscerated man. Yeah. Who he looks tired. Haunting. He's got a force behind his like his eyes, if you just look at his body, he just looks like a, just a, an average old man. But mm-hmm. behind those eyes, it's just a force. Oh yeah. How terrible would it have been if Dean had just like take cut off the ring like they had with the other horsemen? Oh, it would have been fucking awful. It would have been, been no tension to it. Not at all. Yeah, lame as fuck is what they would have. Been. Yeah. Kind of like how it was with Pestilence. Exactly. Which, like, the beginning of that was still, like, I still enjoyed him as an actor, you know, yeah. um, Pestilence as an actor, but uh, it just, like, there was no tension. This was a foregone conclusion. If the show had, if the show had an extra couple of minutes, maybe five, ten, where Crowley made a deal with Cass to get him more angel juice or something. <clears throat> yeah. Or if he had made a deal to become a demon or something and could have, like, got some more mojo. And could have had a better fight with Pestilence and healed like Sam and Dean as he walked in or something. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been better. Yeah. But with the time constraints, it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's it's like you need a burger, and it's late, and the only place that's open is McDonald's. But sure. They, it's they convenient. had to speed that up so we could have all of this. Yeah. Exactly. What were you expecting? I mean, I figured that death was going to give Dean the ring. Yeah. Because that's the only way that that can happen. Yeah. Uh, I just wasn't expecting the consequences. The deal that Dean had to make. Yeah, the deal that Dean had to make and just the whole, the situation around the whole thing. Yeah. I, I just thought it was really fantastic. Um, so yeah, 
death has some stipulations, mm-hmm. and that stipulation is you have to do everything you can to get Lucifer back in his cage. Yep. He will just give you the ring, tell you how to use it, and you just have to... You gotta fucking do it. Yeah. Yep. And that means, costume. like... Sam saying yes. If yeah. Because apparently, cause according to death, he's the only person who can stop Lucifer. Yep. Which I find suspect. Mm-hmm. Because God. But God's <laughs> not gonna do it. So nope. sure. Yeah. We'll do this instead. Um, and then, uh, Dean and Death have just a lovely conversation about how to use the rings. Again, yeah. chef's kiss. Yeah. And then the episode ends with Bobby saying, I think Sam can beat Lucifer. You might have to let him go. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, and that final question of, do you just... Do you not want to lose, period? Or do you just not want to lose your brother? Yeah. And then it fucking cut to the credits. And that bomb dropped of a real trolley problem. Mm -hmm. Your brother of the world. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's do it. Yeah, let's watch the next one. Swan song, swan song. I love that it's called swan song. I know, right? I love that it's called Swan Song. Mm-hmm. This is the original ending. It is. Yep. It is. Let's talk about that a little more once we watch the episode. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. That's it. That's it. That was it. That's, there's no more supernatural. We're done. It's only natural from here on out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> accurate. I can't believe I watched the very last ever episode of Supernatural. They really wanted you to ever. believe that, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, I know, like, like we knew that season six was going to happen. Right. After, you know, like, it had already been announced and everything. Yeah. But, like, they really teased that hook. Oh, yeah. Did Kripke leave after the fifth? Yes. Yes. Yep. That's what I thought. I remember reading an article when I first watched the show. Like, back in, like, the season one days, where Kripke was like, five seasons, baby. Five seasons. I have the show planned out. Five seasons. (laughs) And a movie. Yep. And, um... And it was specifically like the show will end after five seasons, right. and CW did not want that. Yeah, the CW good. was like, no, it's going to continue forever. <laughs> oh, cash cows. Yep. Yeah. And this was what 2010. Yeah. yeah. So this was like right before. Well, yeah, I'd say it's like right before. Uh, creators really started having, I guess, more clout. When it comes to uh, how their shows end, because I I would say that um, Breaking Bad got to end no problem. Yeah. Um, Gravity Falls got to end no problem. Yeah. Um, Adventure Time, Steven Universe have all got regular show have all gotten to end no problem. They haven't been given the SpongeBob treatment, where it is a cash cow that just keeps on ringing in. Yeah. So, and I feel like Supernatural got that SpongeBob treatment. SpongeBob treatment. It did. It. Do you see what we mean, though? Like, right before the last second, yes, 
complete story. Yeah, uh-huh. Just, it's over. Absolutely. And they had to tack on that last little scene. To be like, to oh. To a hook for yeah. me, like, we already got confirmed for season six. Yeah. So this has to happen. I think Chuck said what he said because that was Eric Kripke saying, this is the story I wrote. This is how I wanted yes. it to end. Yes, 100%. Let's get into Chuck. Because yeah. the episode begins with Chuck. It does. It, for the, it begins with a framing device. I loved all of the scenes with Chuck this episode. Yeah. I loved all the scenes with Chuck, but... He was gonna fuck that car. There is... He was. <laughs> there is... Okay. Do you get... Chuck now? That Chuck is God? Yes, okay. Yeah. I was like... Can't quite tell. Yeah. It's so at this point everybody I, was like, Chuck is God. I sold it. I knew that spoiler. Okay. Dude, did you? I didn't want to tell you guys. <gasps> I, I learned that spoiler halfway through season five. Oh, okay. But I mean, yeah. I also, we can't yeah. we can't protect him from everything. <laughs> he, he's not a child anymore, Ben. Stop treating him oh, like one. Seeing the way that it ended, especially with like Chuck having had the entire bottle of liquor and yeah, not right. coming apart at the scene. Yeah. And he was, like, wearing all white at the end. Yeah. And then he vanished into thin air. That's what really sells the... Uh-huh. So, yeah. I think at the end of season five, everybody was like, oh, Chuck's God. Yeah. But they don't actually ever say it. No, they never say it. Well, Kripke confirmed it at a panel one time. Yeah. But, like, it was... I think it was meant to be left kind of ambiguous. Right. You yeah. know, like, he might just be, like, a super angel or something. Mm. But, um... You know, so I didn't. So if you hadn't gotten it, I didn't want to be right. like Chuck's God and yeah. it sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact. I think Rob Benedict is a great actor. Yeah. I think Chuck is a great character. But I thought it was kind of masturbatory to have the writer of Supernatural right. be the yeah. prophet. It is ultimate narcissism. He's God. I yeah. mean, literally you, God. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: when you get to the final couple of seasons you really get to see how it is a smart play. Yeah. Early on, and knowing it now, right, yeah. is kind of shitty, because mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. But we get to a place where it finally is kind of cool. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, honestly, the saving grace right now is that Chuck is so, like, pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. And not a big force for good in season five. Like, mm-hmm. he could have stopped all this, and he oh, just yeah. doesn't. He's just neutral, neutral. All he had to oh, do, super. he didn't have to do anything. All he had to do was sit Lucifer and Michael down and be like, don't fight. And yeah. boom, apocalypse over, everything's cool, everybody I go home. don't think Chuck's stature or anything would allow either Michael or Lucifer to listen to him. But right. I mean, if he had showed up as, like, God... Uh, he wasn't gonna. What other form would he show up as? But the thing is, is that angels don't see each other as we, like Lucifer looks at Cass and he doesn't see like Jimmy Novak. He sees Castiel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would assume that because that's how that's how like all the angels treat each other. Like Michael and Lucifer don't see each other and are they aren't like. Oh, you're wearing like a squidgy twenty-two-year-old, yeah. and you're wearing an overgrown twenty-six-year-old. Like, yeah. that's not how they see each other. So even when they're wearing vessels, they see each other as they're aimed as as they are as angels. So I would assume it'd be the same for God. Right. Here's, here's my point, though. Yeah. 
all angels, their vessels that they take on Mm -hmm. are very similar to their own traits. Yeah. Yes. And you see that also with God. And also with you. And also with you. That was good. Appropriate. (laughs) Um, No, I, I, so... You know, I, I learned that spoiler, and then as we got into, like, the... When they went to the garden and all that, and they're like, oh, yeah, God knows, he just doesn't care. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I can definitely see Chuck being just like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Honestly, like, I think my interpretation is God's a coward who just doesn't want to talk to his children. Yeah. Exactly. Like, just deadbeat dad. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly, like, the saving grace yeah. of the whole the writer is God thing, because, yeah. like, yeah. girl... I could not handle it. There's more to it, especially in season 14, and especially so far in season 15. Yeah. That the fact that he's a writer really plays off of something else that happens that yeah. I don't want to say. I mean, yeah. 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 But. He <laughs> didn't even say it. Okay, um, so Chuck's going to come back. Oh, well, I figured. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody really leaves in yeah. Supernatural. <laughs> I figured he knew that. I'm talking about something different that I think you might know, but I don't think you do. I think I know a thing or two about a thing or two, but yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny but as per my legal counsel. Exactly. Um, NDA. I'm looking forward to that, uh, but I, it's just, I like all the scenes that Chuck does. Yeah. I like... Honestly, I remember this episode being so much schmaltzier. I when I when we were coming into this watching it, I was like, okay, two minutes to midnight, like obviously the superior episode, and then Swan Song is just gonna be like one long, like hugging fuck you know, yeah. tears fest. And I love a good emotional scene as much as the next guy, but I was like, this is gonna be schmaltzy cupcake with a marshmallow on top and just yeah. sugar, 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 and I can't handle that. But it's really not. Yeah, no. Two minutes to midnight is Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. Swan song is Stairway to Heaven. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Because two minutes to midnight, fucking banging, happening. Just uh, the Crip would appreciate the, the Crip would appreciate that reference because he mm-hmm. loves Led Zeppelin. I believe it. Um, that's like his favorite band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he. I will. So I remembered it being very much like, like I was mostly talking about the scene in the cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Where everything goes down. I just remember it being way more like. Heartfelt. Yeah. And. Emotion rather than what happens. Yeah. And I had to say, I think it fit like the characters really well. Yeah. Um, but also like where their journeys ended. Oh, and yeah. oh my God. Dean, this episode, yeah. real good episode for him and his character. Fuck yeah. Just him being like, I've got your back, Sam. Mm-hmm. Like, him, like when Adam with Michael and him and Sam with Lucifer and him just having the final talk. Yeah. Before they fuck shit up. And then they hear the rev and the carbonator yeah. of the Impala and fucking. Rock of Ages by Led Zeppelin, or sorry, by Def Leppard. It's yeah. three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> just coming up, just ruining everything, just ruining the moment and being like, what y'all up to? Yeah, that was really good. Hey, boys, it's me, <laughs> ya bitch, Dean Winchester, here to ruin everything for the betterment of humanity. Um, 
My flannel brings all the boys to the yard. And they say, I want to start the apocalypse. And I say, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so one thing I think that helped it not be so schmaltzy was there was this flashback moment when yes. Sam starts to, like, take back his body from Lucifer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, he, when Lucifer is going full on... Edward uh, Norton yeah. in Fight Club just beating the shit I wanted to Leto. destroy something beautiful exactly just beating the shit up and sees the little army soldier in the sit in the ashtray in the back mm-hmm. and he's just like just gets frozen and so that scene of that whole flashback I feel like it would have been way schmaltzier to have music playing I was going I was yeah. just about to mention this but instead it was just like rushing wind yep. yes and I thought that was amazing yeah I love one of my favorite like things a sound editor can do in a work is to use silence yeah silence is a beautiful negative space mm-hmm. especially in like visual media like absolutely. using it beautifully is amazing it you're absolutely right if there yeah. had been music playing over that montage it would have been terrible oh yeah terrible yeah. just again beautiful how they did that and um just the progression of like you know singular scenes to everything speeding up mm-hmm. also great yeah. uh and then we cut to sam being like i've got it's okay dean i've got him yeah. it's gonna be okay yeah. um we are getting way ahead of ourselves yeah. yeah but another really beautiful use of silence is early on in the episode when uh, chuck is narrating over like the the building of the impala oh yeah, yeah. in the in the, in the we learned the history of the Impala. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really cool. Um, the Impala, you know... Uh, it was originally owned by an alcoholic named Sal. Who passed out Bibles yeah. to prepare people for the end times. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of love. I love that yeah, Sal is, that is. is flawed. <laughs> yeah, that the original owner had such a like flawed beginning. The original owner was on the same mission that Sam and Dean were. Yeah. <laughs> on a mission from God. Yeah. <laughs> Sam and Dean would appreciate that. And then it goes into John buying the car um, from advice on Dean uh, from the from that one episode. Where he goes. The song remains the same. No, that's the second back in time episode. Back in time. Whatever the first back in time episode. Yeah. Yeah. Time changers Mm -hmm. and time splitters. splitters. (laughs) Tear time. Time splitters three. Future perfect. (laughs) It's an actual video game. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's a lot. Um, And then we see, like, Sam and Dean, you know, this is their home. Like, the Impala is... Is is the home they never had. As Chuck mm-hmm. said, they never had four walls and a roof. Yeah. But they were never homeless. Yeah. yeah. Which they, is a really great line. Yeah, but then the roof. fact that Chuck says it's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot cooler if you don't compliment yourself. Yeah. That plays Eric, awesome. you wrote the teleplay. We know. Yeah. Okay? We but know. It plays off just how unsure of himself Chuck is. Yeah. And how kind of pathetic he is, because it is a pathetic move to do that. I, oh, yeah. I but feel... He, he is in the comfortable comfortableness of his own home and yeah. a little shit-faced. A little bit. Yeah. And expecting a call from a prostitute? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I write. Um, or is he? He's God. Yeah. 
unreliable narrator. Is God right? Or does yeah, I love that he was God and he still didn't know who was going to call him. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't have all the answers. Yeah. Oh, Honestly, right. I kind of wonder, this is a little off-the-wall theory. Yeah. Is it possible for Chuck to be a personality of God? Mm, I can see that. Yeah, like kind of like Sensui in a, at the end of Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, not necessarily like just like a total split, but, but maybe somebody God slips into when he's like, I don't want to have to worry. Yeah, I you know, <clears throat> oh, I love they're that. so different. That's why I'm saying. I love that very natural. It actually was very natural. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho reference. <laughs> I've made a few. <laughs> yeah, there's been a few of them this episode. Very uh, the subtle. Yeah, very subtle as the bee and subtle. What, what else? What else would happen on the very ever last episode of Chaos? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I love um. So Dean is like, okay, Sam. We see Dean, Dean and Sam like. Right after Chuck's little narration part at the beginning. And Dean's like, we're going to do this. I back your play. We're going to, you know, get the devil. Hell yeah. This is your plan. It was the big, it was like the big um, character development moment we've been waiting for since, I don't know, season two. (laughs) Fucking yes. Season one, baby. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit of a tease, though, because yeah. Dean hadn't truly accepted it because he was still planning on bringing Sam back. Yeah. And Sam, so we see them later driving the Impala. They're, like, on the way to Detroit because yeah. that's where Lucifer is, as per the end, mm-hmm. um, where Lucifer has, like, didn't I tell you we will always end up here? Uh, yep. You know? Um, moment that he had in the end. No matter what you do... We are always going to end up in Detroit. Yeah. That's just this is the this is the road we take, um, and it really puts into perspective like was any of this anybody's choice? It was. Let's get into determinism, shall we? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was Chuck's choice to make this the way it needed to go. Yeah. It was his choice to make this the path everything had to follow. Yeah. So no. So everyone else's for everyone else, no, they had no choice. Yeah. Death was always going to give up his ring. Mm -hmm. Cass was always going to cut off Pestilence's finger to get the ring. Same with War, Mm -hmm. only with Dean. Um, And Famine, only with Sam. Exactly. Um, It was always going to go this way. Yeah. Yeah, I really can't see it going any other way. Like it. Yeah. It, it really is like a whole plan set in motion since day one. It's a giant Rick Goldberg machine. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say that. I think it's less that God is, you know, the puppet master controlling everybody's strings. Mm-hmm. It's just that I think he set up the dominoes to where, presented with these options, these characters would make no other choice. Right, yeah. yeah. No, no oh, sorry, go on. I don't remember what it's a quote from. I know it's from a movie, but it's always been beautiful to me that, like, God doesn't know what he's got. God, he's not in control of anything. He's a mm-hmm. kid with an ant farm. Yeah. And that's exactly what Chuck is in this show. He's a kid with an ant farm. Shit's just going to happen. Yeah. 
He just has an idea of where it's going to go. Um, yeah, so this is like, you know, on my way home from work, I know that there's three different routes I can take, yeah. but there's one that I always take because it's the best one. Yeah. Or it's, you know, the one that I feel like I should. Okay, so let's legitimately get into determinism now. Because <laughs> there's no Robert Frost with determinism. Uh, there is some Robert Frost. No, just kidding. Um, so just baby's first introduction to determinism. I think we've outlined determinism before. Have we? Yes. A smiggin. Not like full on. Not as much as I would imagine. I think we have talked about it a little bit. Okay. Um, quick refresher. Determinism is the philosophical theory that you, as an individual, do not make choices. Okay? Now, we still use phrases like choice and choose, or words like choice and choose, the same way somebody might say the sun is rising, even though we know the sun doesn't rise. It's antiquated language. Um, However, so you don't make choices. What you do... Like, you're always going to end up with cancer when you die. But when you go to Taco Bell, you have a choice between a nacho post grande or a crunchette. But those choices aren't actually made in a vacuum. Yeah. They're made because of influences that you, some of which you might not be aware of. Yeah. So, like a classic example that um, philosophers use is you're in the grocery store and you have a choice between regular Coke and Diet Coke. And let's say you're going to go with the Diet Coke because you just got back from the doctor. um, You have diabetes, maybe you saw a magazine and you were like, oh, I kind of want a body like that. So maybe I need to lose some weight. You prefer the taste of Diet Coke to regular Coke because you're a monster. (laughs) All of these things mean that you could not have chosen otherwise you were always going to choose diet coke that's what determinism is it's essentially saying if there was a supercomputer that knew every single influence on every single person throughout history both like biological and outside influences then we could predict the actions of every single person and i think that supernatural maybe not on purpose Maybe we're kind of retroactively looking at this. So it's not fate. It's Dean could not have chosen otherwise. Based on his experiences, based on the situation they're in, based on the um, internal, just who he is as a person. It could be that. Uh, Chuck's final monologue kind of touches on that, I feel like. Yeah. Like, there's no other choices that the Winchesters would make. Yeah, like they chose family. Yeah, they chose family. Like, that's always how they would choose. You said in the, um, when Lucifer and Michael talked to each other in the cemetery while we were watching Ben, you said that Lucifer and Michael were Sam and Dean down to their bare bones. Mm-hmm. And they're certainly modeled after them, except yeah. for one major difference, which is, of course, like, super important to um, the story, right? Mm-hmm. Foils, all that jazz. <laughs> English lit stuff. Yeah. Um, Sam and G- Dean would never choose their father over each other. Yeah. Exactly. Like, not at this point in the yeah. show. Maybe when they were kids, pre-series, that sort yeah. of thing. When I said they're bare bones, I meant that they're, they're dry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's all they had. That's all they were. Yeah. Like, that, like... Yeah, I totally see what you mean, because yeah. it was literally, like, Michael is the... I am the loyal one. I will do as I am told. Yeah. Lucifer is the, 
I must rebel because I am my own. Not yeah. even just I must rebel. Let's run away. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, let's leave. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he just, he was like, fuck all this. Let's just hang out on fucking Jupiter or Andromeda, any goddamn where other than here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we'll get to him in a moment. Yeah. Lucifer, wait your turn. <laughs> so, uh, Sam and Dean and Cass are in a car driving to Detroit. They've got gallons of um, melted strawberry jam. Yep. yep. AKA Demon Blood. They got Demon Extra Jungle sh- Juice. Like five Extra gallons. Extra strong Kool-Aid. Yep. There is a the forbidden Kool-Aid. <laughs> there is a giant folly in this planet I want to talk about after we get to a point. And I bet you both know what I mean by that. I think so. Probably. But they, like, they, they have stormed like a demon nest and have gotten enough to like fill up like those cheap cheap grocery store fruit punch i'm gonna go ahead and say something real quick mm-hmm. so remember in last season where dean where sam like drained a nurse lady to get her demon blood yeah. and everybody was like this is the deep end for sam yeah. he's murdered put a potentially innocent person and then this season, that happened also, but we but just didn't get to know them first, so it's fine. Yeah. I just want to point that out. I'm just saying, it's a thing. It's Everyone's great. on board now. The depersonalization yeah. makes it okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. Just a number. It's fine. Just I some just, rando demons. I just want to point out. Who happen to be possessed of humans. Who cares? <laughs> a human body only carries, at maximum, 1.5 gallons of blood. So they killed, you know, four and a half demons. No, they killed a lot. Of, no, they killed more, like, probably... Four to ten demons, depending on how many gallons are actually in the episode. It was but five, it, I think. Yeah, it was five. Maybe it was five. I, I, I think I counted five gallons. I, I'm sleeping. I don't remember, but it does really harken back to one death is a tragedy, a million is a statistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that just reminded me of one of my favorite quotes about comedy. If you cut your finger, it's a tragedy. If you fall into an open sewer and die, it's a comedy. <laughs> That's uh, Mel Brooks, by the way. I'm just so good. So good. Um, so uh, this is where Sam and Dean have the no, you actually need to let me go conversation. Mm-hmm. And Sam is like, don't try to bring me back. And Dean's like, how could you ask that of me? And Sam is basically just like, I just want you to live. Yeah. I want you to go find Lisa, and I want you to be happy. Yeah. I don't want you to constantly You're just destroy destroyed. yourself, which is yeah. essentially what hunting is mm-hmm. in yeah. a lot of ways. It's it's fast-paced self-destruction. Oh, yeah. Like, I have a friend... Um, former guest of the show, Duel Aldridge, uh, who has one of his jokes is, um, I smoke because I'm suicidal, but ultimately very patient. Yes. Oh, I love that. Me too. I have the same, I have the same mood about wearing seatbelts in cars. Cool. <laughs> I have this, like... Please wear your seatbelt, kids. Yeah. High schooler who listens to us. Yeah. There's, like, I don't want to go into a suicide thing. That's just my natural state. Yeah. Every once in a Remember right here, folks, Ben Tagmiller says he doesn't want to go into a suicide thing. Shocking and amazing. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while. It's like, I, I love the media. I need to take off a few years of my life, so I go to Hardy's and order a number eight. 
Yeah, I mean, that'll do it. Yeah. The monster burger. Anyways, hunting is just that, but quicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it really, really is. Yeah. Instead of a Wendigo, it's a giant cheeseburger. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this is where Dean actually is like, okay, it's time. I've got to let you go. I gotta, I've got to let you make your own decision. You're a big boy, Sammy. Yep. You're an adult. Yeah. This is, I have spent my entire life Appreciate treating you like a child. Mm-hmm. Trying to be a shield for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is it. Yeah. This is, this is it. Sam sees this as a redemption. Yeah. For some goddamn reason. He says, we're going to just pretend for this episode that Lucifer being free is actually 100% Sam's fault and no one else is Ruby, <laughs> Dean, everyone else, yeah. Cass. We're just going to pretend, let's just start from the, you know, this assumption. It's like the Bucky problem. Like, if somebody came to you and said, hey, if you press this button, you get $100,000. Mm-hmm. You, you're familiar with this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't tell you that it kills, like, ten people mm-hmm. each time you press the button. Because <clears throat> Ruby was just tricking the fuck out of him. Like, yeah, it's oh, not like yeah. Sam made an informed choice about this. Exactly. Although, could he have made a choice at all? Presented with the exact... I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> circular, baby. Yeah. Time is a circle. Let's go ahead and pretend in media that characters have free will, allegedly. Unlike they do in real life. <laughs> um, we're characters. We're all in the fucking Skinner box. Yeah, it was... We always would have made the choice to watch this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> we could not have chosen otherwise, Travis. If we were going to do a podcast, which of course we were, we were always going to do a podcast about it was, Supernatural. It was either, either going to be Supernatural and Random Food or West Wing and Wings. Yeah. <laughs> that is a college humor joke. It is. It's a beautiful one. It's pretty good, yeah. It's in and it's in a college humor sketch about how pe- people need to stop making podcasts. Yep. <laughs> so and so we made a podcast. So we're gonna make that podcast. <laughs> it was really funny because you saw it first and sent it to us. Yeah. And then Elliot sent it to us, and then another friend of ours sent yeah. it to yeah, us. Yeah, we get it. We're wasting our time. Thank yeah. you. All right, bye. <laughs> Everything is futile. We may as well have fun. Look, mm-hmm. we're all gonna die. Yeah. Okay, death's gonna reap us. Yeah. In 3.5 Strong years, hands. When our yellow sun fizzles out, nothing's gonna fucking matter. Have a goddamn party. Look, in a hundred years from now, we'll all be dead. Fifty. Yeah. Forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in yourself, buddy. <laughs> you can make it sooner. I'm talking about all of us. I'm not sure. <clears throat> no, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, where were we? Um. So yeah, I appreciate that little moment. I appreciated that this is Sam, this is Dean, like... Being like, you're a big man, making big boy decisions in your big boy pants, in your big boy flannel, let's kick the demons, the devil's ass. Yeah. I like the little goodbye scene that they had before Sam went and said yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Bobby hugs him, of course, and is like, you f- don't fucking stop. He throws a bunch of mixed metaphors that, like, an yeah. old coach would be. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful and amazing. That, it was on purpose. Yeah. Oh. Um, then when he talks with Cass, and Cass is like, you have no fucking chance in hell to pull this off. Yeah. And Sam is like, no. 
You're supposed to do it the other way. Oh, you want me to lie to you? Yeah. All right. Yeah, It'll be fine. Right. Oh, you got this. Yeah. He smiles. I'll take care of them. Yeah. I'll catch that. Here, Sam's just like, please, please stop. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then um, Dean and him go in together, which I loved. Yeah. Like... It would not have been out of place for there to have been a scene where Sam is like, I can't do this alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would have cried. Absolutely. So I'm glad it wasn't there. Right. It Held the tears of, back. The beginning of it, before they go in, it was kind of reminiscent in, uh, what, this, with the two Irish brothers, fuck, what do they say, Opera Veritas? Talking about the Boondock Saints? Yes. Like the scene in the middle with the firefight before they go in, just how like solemn and how they like how it goes in. Yeah. Yeah. That, it it's been so long since I've seen that movie. That's an every couple of year movie for me. Sorry. A cat dies. Yeah, it fucking does. Mm. Yeah, that happens. Sorry. If I had to give a review of the movie, okay. zero stars. Cat dies. Oh man. <laughs> it's accidental and the way the guy responds with what the fuck was that cat's name <laughs> i'll blow my brains out if you can remember the cat's name <laughs> sorry uh it's part of the reason why i have a fucked up sense of humor sorry uh as opposed to us who have totally natural normal sense of humors that are not at all fucked up yeah high five buddy yeah. well adjusted yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why i was the only one laughing. uh but they go in they they kind of they immediately do I'm not gonna circle. Oh around. yeah, but that, well they they wanted to get caught. Yeah, because Sam wa- Sam walks up to the building. is like, I'm fucking here. Yeah. What's hey, up, bitches? Hey there, demons. It's me, your, your boy, mama, Sammy Winchester, Dean. <laughs> Dean. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak into this building full of demons, so I can but, go say yes to the devil. devil. But the clap of my team in blood ass cheeks. <laughs> I'm too totally thick with demon blood. And the clap of my ass is alerting Satan to my location. <laughs> so they get brought in immediately. That joke will never stop being funny. Though. It's so good. It's so we're keeping that meme alive, and yeah. we're the only ones. <laughs> That meme is dead in the ground, except for us, who's just, like, got it on life support. We're basically like Terry Schiavo's family. We're just, like... That that meme is in a vegetative state. It Mm -hmm. absolutely is. Vegetative state. Uh, Um, But they go in, they start having a conversation with Lucifer. Mark Pellegrino knocks it out of the park, as per usual. Oh, Satan burns cold. Mm -hmm. I love it. Because he blows onto the window and draws a pitchfork. Yes, I yeah. loved that. It was a cute little pitchfork. It was. It was adorable. <laughs> and then Sam just goes full Vader and explodes the demon's heads. Mm-hmm. Does he does he rip out the demon or do you think he just he, he just he up, just blows him up with his mind? Him. Yeah, same same way that Satan can. Yeah, same way that Lucifer can. And yeah. um, when he was trying to when he was putting yeah. that spell on death. Yeah, he was doing the head squisher like mm. the uh, Lucifer goes. Yeah. Somebody's been drinking their Ovaltine. Yeah, that okay. was such a good lie. So I already made this joke in our review of the House with the Clock and Its Walls. Check it, Check out, it out on Patreon. 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 Uh, Patreon.com/slash/tabcast. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna make this joke again. Hell yeah. Sam gets to the bottom of the fine gallons of demon blood. 
he finds a decoder. <laughs> <laughs> he translates it. And that's how we learn it says, the spell for the rings. Drink more, more Ovaltine. Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually just the password to say. Yeah, and that's how you get in. <laughs> that's how you get in Lucifer's cage. <laughs> Drink more Ovaltineus. <laughs> I'm never gonna. Every time someone mentions Ovaltine, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna make a joke out of that, and it's gonna be the exact same one. You know that. You know how Paul uh, Paul Rudd goes on Conan. Or, oh yeah, and every time it, he yeah. plays that Mac and me. Yeah, it's this is my equivalent. It's a dumb equivalent, but here we are. Eventually, I want to watch that movie, but I only want it to be for let's watch something else. I want to save it for that. God, you're gonna make us watch Mac and me? Yeah. Jesus. If our if our viewers vote on it, oh. that's what I'm saying I'm not gonna make it. It's up to them. I'm throwing it up to God or Chuck. Chucking or it up there. The v- chucking. Ch- <laughs> this one's for you, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Hope Chuck's doing okay. Um, He's probably at a convention somewhere. Probably. Oh man, on Thanksgiving when someone is like, "Hey, let's say grace," I'll be like, "It'll be me," and I'll, I'll join hands. I go, "Hey, Chuck." <laughs> How's that book coming? Yeah. Been a while since you published a single. Hey. Um, and talking about the memo. Uh, yeah, this is, um, you know, not Mark Pellegrino's last scene in the show. No. But it just, um, you know, a moment of silence for the Lucifer that was. Mm -hmm. Pour one out for our homies. Yeah. Because he changes after this. And is it for the best? Is it for the worst? Is it for the middle? We're going to go ahead and say yes to all three. It really is. It's the best, worst, middlest yeah. decision. Yeah. You know what is something that they do a lot when Mark Pellegrino shows up and he has to stand next to the gargantuan man that is Jared Padalecki? The moose, if you will. They make him look taller. Yeah. Like, he is always, if he's standing next to Sam, not always, but often, he is of comparable height or even a little bit taller. Yeah, it's like in X Files how they made Julian uh, Anderson stand at a box anytime he, he was talking to uh, David Duchovny. Yeah. How tall? I is? just appreciated that. I'm looking up how tall Mark Pellegrino is. I'm sure he's like five ten. Five ten, five eleven. Yeah, he might be six foot. Mm, I don't think he's six foot. He I, is six one. Oh damn! Yeah, because. Uh, <clears throat> so he's only got a couple inches. Uh, J Pad's only got a couple sure, inches on him. They make sure to make them seem like they're at eye level, though. Or that Mark Pellegrino is taller, mm-hmm. okay. depending on the 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 power play between them. Right. Yeah. So when they're equals, same height, right? Equals with right. strong bunny ears, because yeah. I don't think Lucifer sees truly anyone other than Michael as an equal, mm-hmm. yeah. and only God is somebody who's above him. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And then, uh, um, then we've got, uh, but then like scenes where like Lucifer is just absolutely the man in charge, Jared, uh, they'll make Sam look shorter than him. Yeah. And I just think it's a neat little bit of staging that I really enjoy. That is yeah. pretty cool. You know, a subtle way to be like, this is the burn, burn, bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <clears throat> 
Lucifer immediately is like, I know your entire fucking plan. Yeah. Don't lie to me, because I've never lied to you, rude. You're going to lie directly to my face? <laughs> my hideous, pockmarked, boil-filled face? Yeah. He, Nick's looking real rough. Real rough. Real rough. Poxabon is burning house. Mm-hmm. The pox is sick. And um, basically, he's like, let's have a wrestling match. I think I'm going to win. Yeah. Better fiddle <clears throat> against your soul. That was a good line. That, well, yeah. yeah. And uh, Dean's like, ho, don't do it. And Sam says, ho, yes. And says yes. Mm -hmm. It's a big moment. Yeah. And Lucifer just immediately, like, curb stomps Sam into his body. He does give Dean, like, a feigned, feigned, little Ronsky feint? Yeah, Ronsky feint. That was a deep Harry Potter pull, Ben. Yeah. Damn! It was hard to get out, so... I thought you were talking about a sport, like a... maybe I mean, he a, was talking about a sport. I know, but I mean like yeah. a hockey thing, maybe? <laughs> it's kind of a hockey thing. A little bit, it's yeah. But it's just kind of like hockey. <clears throat> and, uh... I... I didn't really care for that. I mean, it was like, whatever. I knew they were doing it to be yeah. like... Watch a twist, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. But yeah. honestly, we could have just had Lucifer be like, "Psych, yeah. I'm out of here." Um, I mean, he still kind of does that. Yeah. Because the thing with Satan, as a whole, is that he apparently loves humanity that much that he loved people too much, and maybe that's why, like, he gave like that's such a sell of a fake, is why. But just to wait, switch, switch that he loved God too much. He doesn't like humanity. Maybe, yeah, I'm getting something else confused. We're so tired. Yeah, y'all. But so we're he, so he, tired. He gives a fake, like shuts the hole. <clears throat> has thrown the rings against the wall. Mm. Said the magic words. And did like he's trying to suck him in. But he takes the rings and, of course, them. like the intelligent supervillain that he is. Throws them yeah. into the deepest parts of the ocean, launches them into outer space where no one's going to be able to, crushes them into the tiniest grains of sand and scatters them across the Sahara Desert. He could have thrown them in the hole, said the magic words. Closed it again. Yeah, exactly. He frisbees it. Mm, he wouldn't have been able to throw the rings in the hole. Because oh. the only way you can get the rings back is to close it. That's fair. But well, a lot of options. we're saying that he could have not kept them in his pocket. Right, yeah. yeah. This is just like pride goeth before the fall. Mm-hmm. Hoisted yeah. by his own batard. Yeah. So certain that he was superior to every single being on the planet. Yep. In the pornographic film that is like, with the actors starring as pride and fall, I don't have to tell you which one cameth first. <laughs> Thanks, man. That was beautiful. Thanks. Honestly, that was that was beautiful. I wrote that a ways back, and I love to use it like non-organically. Yeah. <laughs> Force it! Force it in! Fuck yeah! Um, yeah, yeah, get it in there. Sorry. Uh, and then we get like a really disturbing, like a little, you know, let's talk to each other in the mirror scene. Yeah. With Satan and and Sam. That was very mid aughts kind of filmography kind of shit. Yeah, I that was, yeah. And the mirror was broken because of metaphor. Mm-hmm. And distant metaphors. Like, 
It would have been better if it was a completely intact mirror and Lucifer, as Sam had walked up to it and punched and said, let's have a conversation, shall we? Like or it had like just cracked on its own yeah. while they were talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either... That would have been... Honestly, that would have been fucking cool. Yeah. But just like little Lucifer little cracks that grew. has gathered all of... Like a gang of like different points in Sam's life. Yeah. That were demons, actually, as a part of Azazel's plot. To right. To get him where he needed to be. Like yeah. Brady. Yep, exactly. His and prom date, his elementary school teacher, uh, one of his friends from one of the many, many towns he lived in. Yeah. Um, and Lucifer tries to be like, doesn't this feel right? Isn't this great? Let's get some sweet revenge. Yeah, like, we are one half of each other's soul, yeah. two sides of the same coin. Being together feels right. Dean and John and Mary, they were just your foster family, but I'm going to let them live. Yeah. Like, I owe them in a way. I'm going to bring them. It's not that he's going to let them live. It's that he's going to bring them back. Yeah, yeah, I he's going to bring them back. Well, he's going to, yeah, he's going to let Dean live. He's going to bring Mary and John back. Yeah. And, you know, in this weird paradise apocalypse world they're going to have, yeah. I guess they're going to be living, living fat. Yeah. You know what this scene really sells with him? Like gathering up this gang of his how good an actor J Pat is. How yeah, good an actor J Pat is. Yeah. But also Crowley's point that Lucifer does not give a good goddamn fuck about demons. Not yeah. a single mm-hmm. solitary shit. Yeah. Just not at all. And I mean Crowley's read about most things, but yeah. except for like love or whatever. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's just um just J Pad's really good here. He yeah, he so. he nails the Lucifer, um, you know, presentation so good. It's yeah. it's such an obvious difference um, between like Sam's like barely controlled temper in the situation. Not that he has like an unusual amount of anger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the fucking show harked on that so fucking yeah. hard up until this point. Yeah. Now. Maybe He's been beaten down. Maybe they're trying to sell something for next season. Maybe. May, fucking maybe. No. But I don't. Doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and then uh, Lucifer just kills the shit out of all the demons, but, and but we don't see it on screen. No, anymore. we don't. They, we just cut to, like we a, we cut to Dean being like, "I'm going to go find Sam. I'm going to go talk him down. Like this is Sam. Yeah. I can't just leave him like this." Which I was like. Dean, you're there. fucking killing it this episode. Yeah. I mean, you really are. Like, 10, 10 plus plus. Yeah. Um, that's where he talks to Chuck, and Chuck is like, okay, they're going to be in this cemetery. I know this because I'm a prophet. Wink, wink. JK, right. it's because I've planned all this all along. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Planned all the seeds, Yeah. And um, I always knew you were going to go after your brother, and d- duh, like, come on. Yeah. I knew Sam didn't have the proper motivation to say, to really subdue Lucifer. Wink, wink. What, that's what I wanted to talk about earlier. Like, filling him up with all that goddamn demon blood and then having Lucifer him goddamn self hop inside him. Like, that isn't... There was no way in hell that Lucifer wasn't going to use it first. That's like throwing kerosene on a gasoline fire to try and put it out. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because there was no way that he wasn't just going to be like, Oh, that's mine now. You're like, I'm going to pin you down in a hole, step on your neck while I ruin your life. Yep. Wouldn't, wouldn't one of the reasons that Sam needed the demon blood was 
to help him withstand being Lucifer's vessel? Is it, that, that was, was that one of the points? That of, was one of the points, yes. Because okay. that's why he was able to, like, bamf all those demons and, like, right, explode yeah. their brain. It was to hype him up. Let's, But let's look mm-hmm. at this in, like, the, the demon blood addiction sense. Yeah. Sam using demon blood is simultaneously him at his strongest, but also him at his weakest as far as his will goes. Mm -hmm. And his will is the most important thing in this battle. Physical strength really isn't like the key to beating Lucifer here. It's all in the fucking mind. So it makes sense that like he's jacked up on demon blood, but he's not able to win because he's like, he's had to break this promise he made to himself and to his loved ones that he wasn't going to, you know, ever go back to that. He's relapsed essentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, for, I guess like, it feels weird to be like, he's relapsed for the greater good, but like, yeah, that's a weird thing to say, but it's also like kind of what happened. Yeah. I mean, mean, this is what the show did. Metaphors mm -hmm. aren't necessarily one for one. Yeah. I.E. Steven universe and fusions. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to drop that there. I mean, it's like putting a twin turbo on a car that has a broken head gasket. Like yeah. Like it's gonna go fast for like ten feet. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so uh Sam Dean's not giving up on his brother, and then we get to Michael and Lucifer in the cemetery. Yeah. This to me is the only time that Lucifer has been genuine to anyone other than himself. Ever. Yeah. To any character we've seen him with. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He parrots something that Gabriel said. Yeah. No one makes dad do anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, Michael, I don't want to kill you. Michael goes, Lucifer, what a coin king. I don't want to murder you either. And Lucifer says, then let's just leave. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, why do we care about what dad says? This is insane. We're not going to, we don't want to kill each other. We're fucking brothers. Like, let's just remove ourselves from the playing board. He's giving Michael an out. Yeah. And. Michael just sticks way too hard to be a good little soldier. Yeah. And he's like, um, you know. Dad had to do this. He always saw, like, you broke our family up. You betrayed all of us. Dad had to do this. And Lucifer says, no one makes Dad do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you're fucking right. Yeah. There's no, like... God does shit because he wants to. There's no balance of powers with him. It's no. Just, it's just a dictatorship. Maybe death. Even yeah. then, I don't know if they sit around having coffee and death is like, well, you can't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Death seems pretty hands off. Yeah. yeah. Just like time day. to reap some souls and yeah. call it a day, honestly. Honestly, that's why he's like a top tier characters in the fucking show. Yeah, true. Yeah. Hashtag truth. He's, but I'm saying is that death, at this point, death could be a check. Do you remember this, like the episode in Yu Yu show where it's about Hiei's beginning where he gets the Jaganai, the surgeon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how death is in this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like comes in, does some really important shit, disappears. Exactly. <laughs> Not super important and yet the most important. Yep. Um, doesn't give a fuck. Yep. So I also want to touch on what is possibly the most important thing that happens in this episode. Uh which is 
Um, game driving up to Def Leppard? Yes, it is. No, it. it's not. <laughs> the most important thing that happens in this episode is, hey, ass butt. Yes. <laughs> He the said it! Cass said, said it! Finally the said line. It. I've been waiting for five, <laughs> I guess, no, more like two seasons for Cass to say this phrase. No, yep. When we were Wondering when it would happen. When Wasn't it perfect? It was. <laughs> right? On, on this, the very ever last episode of Hey Aspa, a supernatural podcast. Castiel finally said the thing. Are we just gonna like watch the news and talk about that on the podcast? Because that's gonna be natural. <laughs> We're just gonna watch all fifteen seasons of Grey's Anatomy now. Oh god! <laughs> Kill me, please. Yeah, I know. I would rather watch Supernatural. <laughs> I would rather watch seasons eight through twelve, uh, eight through eleven of Supernatural, and you know how I feel about that. Yeah, I uh, this is the last ever episode of Supernatural. We'll never yeah, see them again. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so they all show up. You got Bobby, you got Cass, you got Dean, you got Michael, you got Lucifer. It's going to be a You got Adam, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Implied, yeah, Michael's in Adam, and yeah. it's like, okay, this is fine, I guess. I yeah. still fucking hate him. Yeah. Um... But, so Cass, like, launches that. Oh, it's so good. He says, hey, okay, Lucifer and Michael are like, Lucifer's like, Dean, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, why are you here? And Dean's like, I gotta talk to my brother real quick, and you need to shut the fuck up, Satan. (laughs) And Michael's like, you refuse to be the, I don't understand why you're here either. You refuse to do your job. You're not part of this story anymore. Like, why are you here? And Dean's like, I need five minutes. And Michael's like, I'm about to rip your ass a new one. So no. That's more like I got two for you. Yeah. And then Cass goes, Hey, ass butt, and throws a Molotov cocktail of holy fire at him. <laughs> which was beautiful. Which yeah, is that was great. so Sex just chef's kiss. Yeah. That it was so good, and it happened, and I forgot that it was happening. Yeah. And then it happened, and my mind blew. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like when there's a walk-off home run in baseball. And there's fireworks. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I mean, I assume. I trust your opinion. <laughs> I don't watch baseball because it's incredibly boring. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Just incredibly boring. And then, um... Uh... Satan just starts beating the shit out of Dean. Well, there's a thing that happens before that. Because... Lucifer goes, nobody dicks with my brother but me, and then explodes Oh, in a horrible CGI blood burst, explodes Cass. Covers Bobby. Like, hat to wheelchair, just covered in fucking... No, there's no wheelchair. wheelchair. He's standing now. (laughs) No more sad shots of Bobby in a wheelchair. he's standing for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Not for long. And then Lucifer, like... Cracks his neck with his just a fl- like telekinesis flick. Yeah. And breaks his fucking neck. Mm-hmm. So before this next part, we have to talk about something happened earlier in the episode. Chuck, in one of the like framing scenes, talks about how Sam and Dean made the car home. We already kind of touched on it. Yeah. Sam stuffed a toy soldier in the little um. 
like an ashtray in the back. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are. I did not know those were ashtrays. Yeah, that's a different time. You yeah. ever ridden in the car from like before the nineties? Yeah, I have. I just didn't know that that's what they were because oh, yeah. my yeah. parents didn't smoke. My, so my first car, a ninety-one Land Cruiser, had a big old ashtray. Wow. I'm talking like it was probably six inches long. And you could, you pulled it out and you could rest two cigarettes on it. Mm-hmm. It had two little divots for a cigarette resting. Yeah. And then you could click down a little thing and pull the rest of it out to dump it. And oh, wow. And shove it back in there. Yeah. yeah. It was huge. It was like, yeah, six inches long inside of the dash. Times have changed. I mean, my car now has a, like, ashtray. It's an ashtray area. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Dean put legos in the like the vent for yeah of, like the hot air vent yeah the defrost um you know the, uh, they signed their names and every time dean's rebuilt the impala he's made sure that these little details stay because that's what makes their car a home yeah. um and he talks about how like you know sometimes when they have breaks they just go and have fun they go to aussie concerts yeah. they'll park on a long stretch of road and just watch the stars and sit and not talk which is a kind of like intimacy that i want with you know my friends and family and things like that um and so this is all important to this next part because this is where lucifer beats the shit out of dean and dean and bobby shoots him twice gets his neck snapped and Dean's response is to just let it happen and go, it's okay. Yeah. Talk directly to Sam. It's not your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. Okay. This, we can fault. stop that yeah. now. <laughs> we're No, we're not doing this. Okay? It's not your fault. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. We're not doing this. And that's where we get the beautiful, like, flashback of all the different, like, this is where Sam breaks through and it's just the wind rushing. Yeah. Um... And then he does it, like, against all odds, which was always going to happen. Oh, yeah. We knew. But it was nice to see how he got there. And he pulls Michael into the pit with him. I loved that. That was so good. It's like Michael tries to stop him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like... He's unfired. Yeah. Sam has, like, kind of... I can't think of the right move to call it. But he kind of just trips them both into the hole. Yeah. And it shuts. It's good. It was so great. And Dean's left. His face is fucked up. Oh, yeah. Lucifer's talking about how Sam's going to feel the crunch of his bones against his fists. And, like, Sam's fists are bloody against Dean's face. Mm -hmm. And, like, like, where the knuckles have ripped and stuff. And it's just, like, like... So often they'll make bruises look pretty. Yeah. No. His it's face is fucked ugly. up. Yeah. Yeah. It, these were way better punches than what Dean gave the security guard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't mention it, but Dean totally, like, punches a security guard, but, like, doesn't even touch him at all. Yeah, it's like, just like, bar- a, like, it just, it's such, it's, it's so a fake. Big old stage punch. Yeah. yeah. Big old stage punch. It was like he whipped a normal. But then, like it just magically knocked out the fucking security guard. The out. the air from his punch yeah. just like knocked him out. That's how weak that security guard was. That's from you, Hakusho. Right. Throw a straight right jab and like stop a few inches before his face. Then would have thrown a straight right jab. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my least favorite arc. You're not oh, wrong. Yeah. But there's a few things that are really wonderful. 
The doctor. Yes, that's good. When Karama kills that kid, and then fucks up (laughs) the elder Tagoro. Yeah, that kid deserved it. When he looks adorable and like drinks his own blood, I don't know what that's about, but he looks real cute. Mm -hmm. He is like part cat, I think. He, I think so too. Yeah. Um. So they fall into the hole. Dean has like. Because it is shut, just going over, like talking about how mm-hmm. Bobby and, and Dean are just, they have like a lovely, tender moment. And then, like, oh, because Cass, Chuck brings Cass back. Yep. Yeah. Cass heals Dean's face, he brings just, Bobby back. He not just brings Cass back, he brings him back at like 150%. Yeah, Cass, oh, yeah. Cass is a little juiced up. He is leveled up. Yeah. Um, which and. He's going to throw a few things in the next season. Cass. Cass. So, Cass and Dean are driving, and presumably Bobby's, like, behind them or something. Yeah. Um, and it's in his truck, which I'm sure he's thrilled to drive again. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> Cass and uh, Dean are, bo- or, you know, Cass and Dean are talking about, like, what's next, and Cass says, well, I'm going to go to heaven because Michael's gone. It's got to be total anarchy up there. Hint, hint. Right. Guess what's coming next season? Oh boy. Stuff. It's a lot next like... season Leviathans? No. That's no, season that's season Damn seven. Damn it! So here's the thing. Michael's death? Yeah. Very reminiscent to Franz Ferdinand. He's not uh, dead, I will say. He's remo- trapped. His, his, removal. his removal from yeah. office. This is the powder keg explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My eyes are up here. Just, you got your shirt open, man. Yeah, it's harder, it, is it? It's that pale chest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's blinding. It feels amazing. <laughs> I'm glad that it does. I'm just, yeah. I just noticed how pale you are. Yeah. I have very little vitamin D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is like reverse anti-daylight savings time. Yeah. It's very dark all the time. It is pretty dark outside. Yeah. And it's raining a lot. Yeah. Um, um, so... Dean's like, well, I'm going to fucking kill God because I'm real upset about everything. Yeah. And uh, Cass is like, mm, don't kill my dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please don't. And then skadoodles. Yeah. Oh, oh. and then he, D- Dean's like, you're just going to fall right back into his lap now that he's brought you back. And Cass is like, I never hated God the way you did. Like, I was mad that he wasn't going to help us more. Yeah. But like... Yeah. I understand that he works in mysterious ways to borrow a turn of phrase. <laughs> Which is a fun flip of their drives, right? Yeah. Because Dean was always listening to his father and being like, I have to be the good little soldier at the beginning of the show. Yeah. And Sam being the exact opposite. Now we have Cass. Being, being the, the good little sh- soldier. And Dean is like, fuck your dad, he's a bitch. Oh, yeah. Man. I hate him. Yeah. And, um, so Cass, you know, pieces the fuck out being like, I don't know what God wants me to do, but I know this feels right because heaven's going to be in shambles. I'm going to go be the new sheriff in town. And then he just fucks right off. Dean and Bobby, you know, hug part ways. Cass's or uh, Chuck's narration goes over and says, this is the last time Bobby and Dean will see each other for a while. Um, Bobby goes and he fights a Rougarou. Like a week yeah, Dean doesn't do that. He goes to Lisa's house. He goes to Lisa's, just like he told Sam he would do. Yeah, and Lisa, he had a promise. No questions asked, takes him back. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she knows what hunting is at this point. She knows what hunting oh, yeah. is, but it's still... Last time we saw Lisa, Dean was like, I'm going to take care of you and Ben. I have to go. Okay, bye. And Lisa was like, do you want to come in for a beer and maybe explain why you have to do this? I don't understand why shit's going to get so bad. Yeah. And Dean's like, no, because no, if I do, I won't leave. <laughs> yeah. And um, he goes in and he has dinner and... This is where Chuck goes in. He's like, you know, Sam and Dean chose family um, over each other. Endings are hard, but this is how yeah. this is this is how it ends. That fans bitch and moan. Yeah, that you can't tie up all the loose ends. You can try. Yeah, right, but you yeah. you never will. I like yeah. that little throw in. And yeah. then yeah, Chuck is basically like winking at the camera at this point. I mean, yeah. like he's blinking. He's winking with one eye. He's like, I'm. Other eye, God. Yeah. And then he's in all white, immaculate, right? Oh, yeah. Looks yeah. great. Not hungover or drunk at all. No. You know, even the dark circles under his eyes are, you know, covered up with some great concealer. And uh, he poofs himself out after saying, but, you know, the story never ends. Yeah. You know, or something to that yeah. sense. And that's an interesting point, because what do angels sound like when they vamoose? Feathers, right? Yeah. What do demons sound like? Pretty much nothing, right? Yeah. What's the effect when he leaves? It's clouds. It's very different. It's just like, it's from like, it doesn't happen all at once. It's just a wave of his body. It's very different from everything else. Yeah. Which really sells that he's... He's different. He's not angel. He's not demon. He's something more. Yeah. I feel very good that we can talk about this now and not have to dodge the ropes and whatnot. Right. Yeah. You know who Gabriel is? We know who Cat, uh, you know, God is. Cass isn't God, although they make reference to what had to have been a fan theory. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, Dean asks Cass if he's God, and Cass mm-hmm. is like, no. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, but no. Yeah. And um, that's where the episode ends. So the yeah. show's over. <laughs> Just as Eric Kripke intended, it didn't, it didn't, as a CW executive said, so this is true. I read an article that was published in 2014. They interviewed Misha Collins. Um, Apparently, the CW president told Misha Collins that he could see Supernatural going on for 20 seasons. Wow. Yep. Yep. So this is right at the end of season five when this conversation between Misha Collins and Mark Shepard was there as well. So, um, Damn. this is what we almost had. We almost had Supernatural ending and we almost had 20 seasons of it. Jesus. I'm and glad I mean, we met somewhere closer to the end of one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lesser of two evils. There is a lot of cool shit that there is and season 12 really is stellar like just amazing season 12 is season 13 is season also great is. yeah heard good things season 15 weird start so far but i still enjoy it just um gotta get through those uh you know i think we can power through those together I mean, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we might get. A, we might have to bring back drunk cast a little bit. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple episodes we may need a little bit of tipsy case. A little bit. Yeah. We're gonna get to the season beginning of season nine, and I'm just gonna be fucking plastered out of my mind. <laughs> and the end of season ten, and I'm gonna be plastered out of my mind. Oh my god. There's a lot of dumb shit that happens. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, 
But, so, he's gone inside. They're having a little dinner. Yeah. But then it pans to outside. We see a street light. It looks wonderful in the night, but then it fizzles out. And the camera pans down, and we see the back of who? Sam. No, Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I thought Jeffrey Epstein didn't didn't kill himself. Not that he wasn't dead. Topical memes. Okay. Uh, yeah, Sam's yeah. watching, seeing the Dean's fulfill his promise. What's your creepy. theory? Oh, God. Why Sam back? Yeah. Because, like, that's pretty much, like, what's the name of the next episode? Exit. <laughs> Exit Sam. Main Street. Uh, maybe. Let's Something find out like what that. it is. Because th- what, what you're about to say is pretty much going to be your guess for the next episode. Yeah. Uh, Exile on Main Street. Exile on Main Street. Sam. Sam can peek into the real world, but he can't actually inhabit it. That's why the light flicked off. So you think he's a ghost? I, he's not a ghost. Not astral projection. Ghost. Yeah, he's like astral projecting into yeah. the earth it's just or something. A fancy word for ghost. But yeah, he's not. He is physically is in the hole with Lucifer and Michael. But he's using his demon powers. Yeah, he's using some kind of power or something that he's unlocked down there to uh, project himself into the world. I like this theory. That's yeah. a good, solid theory. Yeah. It's a game. Let's talk about season five as a whole. I mean, this episode was amazing. Absolutely. One of the best season finales, if not the Mm. best one we've seen so far. This and last episode. Yeah, so so good. good. So good. This goes up to the end of season three with Dean down in hell. Oh, yeah. 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 So, as always, we have our rankings. Um, This season we're going to be a lot kinder to than some previous seasons because because it was better. It was just so good. It was a better season. It was. Uh, Best episode. Let me pull up the list real quick. I'll go first. Two minutes to midnight. Oh my God. You're right. I I have a couple. Um, It's most of the season. Yeah. (laughs) Dark Side of the Moon. Okay. Changing Channels. Mm -hmm. Um. Fallen Idols, which is a, the the dark horse, like, banana, right. crazy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Paris Hilton one, but I just yeah. loved it because it was so insane. Um, Two Minutes to Midnight. Yeah. Swan Song is so good. Um, I have TRG written down, but I don't remember what that stands for. The Real Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's what that is. I really like that one as well. Yeah. Um, what about any, any of y'all that I didn't have? Um... I like song remains the same. Yeah, Hammer of the Gods is my favorite. Oh yeah, Hammer of the Gods is really hope. good. Ooh, that's, that's that is a good one too. Yeah. Uh, um, but, I like the Devil You Know as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with Brady and Crowley really getting to like show his strengths. Um. Honestly, the first episode, Sympathy for the Devil, because that's the first one where we get to meet Crowley, right? No. No. That's where we first meet Lucifer. Uh kind yeah that's where we meet nick yeah um i have to say uh the end's really good too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i am a big fan of free to be you and me that's where like Cass and dean are on their own and sam's gone he's trying right. to live a normal yeah. life 
Um, anytime Mark Pellegrino's on screen, just a goddamn Absolutely. delight. Yeah. There's not a single second that he's in this episode that I'm just not like, I'm so happy you're here. Yeah. But uh, that being said, that all being said, there is no moment in the rest of, like, honestly, the show that amps up to the feeling that you get with the death. Yeah. Driving up and then walking. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. measures up to that. No. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> it really is. It really, yeah. But... Um, there are some standout moments, though. We have things to look forward to in oh, Season 6 yeah. and Season 7. Like, season 7. Season 8, 9, 10, 11. And yeah. Season 12. There's a lot to look forward to, I'll be honest. Um, but with the best, there must also be the worst. Uh, worst episodes. Um, Hammer of the Gods, because of how they treat all the gods. <laughs> Gabriel dies. Zero stars. I loved him. <laughs> um, swap meat was kind of lame. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't a big fan of swap meat. wasn't a big fan of Sam interrupted. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sam interrupted. Yeah. Was that the mental institution one? Yeah. Yeah. Technically, fallen idols makes that list, but it's good. It's it's just wackadoo. You know what I mean? It's like bad in a great way. It's. But what it's what Freak of the Week episodes of Supernatural ought to be. Yeah. Just where it's just, just like kind of crazy. Yeah, kind yeah. of crazy with a little bit of exposition at the end. Yeah. I dig it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid didn't thrill me all that much. That's yeah. the one where death rises. I, I felt that way about you know, raises everybody. problems too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I wasn't super jazzed about... Um, um, oh, I really like my bloody Valentine, but I yeah. wasn't super jazzed about the curious case of Dean Winchester. There were good good things in that episode, but um, just not enough to really make me be like, yeah, I'm excited that this is here. Um, but overall, this is a stellar season. I mean, even the bad episodes, like which really for me are Sam interrupted and Swamp Meat, are nowhere near as terrible as like Bugs. Oh yeah. Or Family Remains um, of previous seasons. Previous seasons' worst episodes. Yeah. Sixty six. Yeah, like Route yeah. 666 or whatever. There's... Season 2, some of season 2. Yeah. yeah. Best monster. Yeah. Does, is he though? Is he a monster? That's fair. Lucifer. I wouldn't say that there's many monsters in this. I'm going to go with uh, the Leshy from Fallen Idols. Okay, yeah. yeah. I can dig that. Um, Famine. I thought was really stellar. I mean, technically he's a horseman and not like a monster, but all of the horsemen are interesting. Yeah. yeah, all the horsemen are pretty great. I don't like how Pestilence gets treated. I do kind of like the ride he gets though between episodes. Yeah, because he has the most episodes, really. He does. Yeah. He has mm-hmm. like, I mean, other than death, yeah. technically, um, and then Lucifer Natch. Yeah. Yeah. Best of the best. Yeah. Crowley. Yeah, Crowley. Oh yeah. He's the token evil teammate, so I don't mm. quite count him, but, right, like, he's yeah. also, like, when I say monster, I mean really, like, the Freak of the Week enemy okay. type thing. My favorite Freak of the Week that we did is absolutely the episode that we did on Lucifer. Oh, yeah. Um, that was my favorite one to do. Yeah. But I also really enjoyed all of the research that I did for Hammer of the Gods. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I really liked the Leshy episode as well. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, uh, my least favorite Freak of the, Freaks of the Week were the... Uh, the the horseman ones because I just was like, okay, here's this passage from Revelation, yeah, and I feel like I should have 
maybe gone a little bit more into that, yeah. but I also what, have to sleep, so. Oh, yeah, it was a ghost yeah, episode, and you episode. know how we feel about ghosts. Yeah. So Negatively. Many, like, there's so much of it. <laughs> yeah, and there's yeah. only so much you can do with the ghosts, you yeah. know? Because um, nothing's going to be better than the episode with, uh, what, Corbett? I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Ghost Facers. Ghost Facers. Yeah. That was a really good episode. Um, worst monster? The Whore of Babylon. Yeah. yeah. She was just like, Lame. why? Also, all the teenagers in Swap Meet, mm-hmm. I guess, technically, were they were the freaks of the week then? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the yeah. real monsters are teenagers. Yep. <laughs> I guess you could say teenagers are the real monster. They are, except for you, high schooler who listens to us. Yeah, yeah we teenagers appreciate you. Scare the living shit out of me. I'm just a teenage dirtbag. I don't remember the tune to that song. Oh, I was doing uh, teenagers by MCR. Um, yeah. best Literally. best sad shot of Bobby in a wheelchair. The last one. <laughs> yeah, the, the last one was good. Line. Yeah, yeah, that, because it was not only was it panning away from Bobby in a wheelchair, it was Sam and Dean driving off in the car. Yes. Just leaving him. Yeah, just leaving They left him, him outside of his non-handicap-accessible <laughs> house. They couldn't even strap him to the hood like in Crybaby. Jesus okay. Christ. But I mean, yeah, it would have been amazing, but like... There's also another one where they're on the phone with him, and he like squeaks his wheelchair across and like sets the phone down, and Dean like pulls the phone away because of the squeak. Yeah. It's so fucking wild. Yeah. Those two. I, I really enjoyed, um, I oh, I liked the one where, um, they had, it was the, his wife's funeral one, yeah. because that's just, like, extra angst. Yeah. You know? Um, and then, of course, the most prestigious award, the Dumb Bitch Award. The Dumb Bitch Award. Let's go through our nominees. Oh, boy. Sam. Okay. Dean. Yep. Cass. All right. Famine. Famine. Okay. The Swap Meat Kids. All right. Anna. Mm-hmm. Bobby. Okay. The Whore of Babylon. All right. That's it. I'm going to go with the kids from Swap Meat or the Whore from Babylon. Yeah, I'm going to give the, uh, the DBJ award to the Whore of Babylon. Yep, I also give the DBJ award to the Horror of Babylon. The best thing about that episode is Michael Shanks, and he's still not even that good. Fair. Her plan was so... I have to corrupt all the humans in the world. I'm going to start with a small town in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not a bad idea, because if you start way too big, like, you're going to alert way too many people and get thrown off. But they can, like, explode a little bit bigger and bigger and bigger. But obviously it didn't fucking work. Honestly, they should have saved... If they were going to... Okay, it would have been such like a Thomas Edison is a witch, like technology is evil oh, moment yeah. from whatever season that was. I think season three. I think it was season four. No, it was earlier than that. Was it? I hope so. Okay. It was a real bad episode. Yeah. Um, But I feel like they should have saved Paris Hilton for the Horror of Babylon. Uh, and they could have made like yeah. some dumbass comment about reality TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, it would have been so dated and so terrible and so amazing. Exactly. That would yeah. have been wonderful. We have so much to look forward to. Yeah. I don't just gonna point that out. Positive things about season six. I remember setting up a Great. lot of things. Great. Nice. Season six has some good stuff, though. Yeah. Wait, wait, we can't no, go into spoilers. Se- what, you, what is season six? This is the last episode. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
Keep that joke up. It's the last, it's the last episode. episode of Supernatural and of Hey Ass, but they're like, there's not going to be any more. There's, this of is course. it, naturally. Uh, All right. Oh. Hey, CW, you want us to keep doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> because we're making so much money? Fuck that. I uh, love you adverts. pulled you put your phone up to your ear like the audience could see. That's beautiful. I'm sold on psychedics. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I think this is it. This is it. The last ever episode of Hey Ass Bud. It's been fun. It's been so much fun. I've enjoyed doing this. Yeah. You guys really want to stop? We we also nailed it within like a couple of days of being exactly on our two-year anniversary. We did, yeah. yeah. We released the first episode November 2nd, two yep. years ago. November 2nd, because that's... Uh, was that... No, that was the day that all shit went down. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Or... Yeah, that yeah. is the day. That's it, the six-month... Right, because... That's when Mary died. If you go to the birthday on our Twitter, it is Sam's birthday. Yeah. Which is in May. <laughs> The important birthday. Mm, yeah. I don't even remember when Dean's birthday is. Sorry, Dean. Uh, Cass's birthday, that's out the window. Yeah, yeah I made it like... Being burnt. Whatever, whatever it is. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we, we aired it on November 2nd because it happened to be a Thursday. And we were just like, that's the perfect day. Yeah. And then we, we passed... That day was on a Saturday this year, but it's still the second Thursday. No, the first Thursday mm-hmm. in... November, yeah. so I say we made it. We did. Two years on the dot. Fuck yeah. Close enough. Mm-hmm. Thank you so, so much for hanging out for our 100th episode. Yeah, I cannot believe episodes. we've made it this far. What the fuck have you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck have we been doing? Yeah, for real. Let us know. Have you been listening to the show while you're stuck in traffic? Working out? Watching Supernatural? Uh, let us know your favorite Ooh. moments. That would be awesome. Yeah. Ask us questions on Twitter. Yeah, ask, ask us questions. Facebook. Maybe we'll do a Q&A episode or something. Yeah. That'll be fun. Thank you so much for listening. Until, well, I guess there is no next time. No. Nope, no next time. Have fun. And don't die. Bye!
All jokes aside. (laughs) We are taking a six-week hiatus to build up our... Our backlog. Yeah. So, super... Hey, Aspen is not ending. If if you're a long-time listener, you've known that uh, a lot of the times... Our episodes are recorded way in advance. Yeah. To let us, you know, play with scheduling and stuff. We've been doing like this soundboard style six days to air. And yeah. it's, uh, it's rough. It's rough. It rough. Uh, we're finishing this now at 4 05 a.m. And I am a sleepy kitty. Yeah. So yeah. we're. Yeah, so we're we're gonna build uh we're gonna build some cash up, but that does not mean that there is not going to be yeah. episodes of Hey Aspa coming out. There's gonna be bonus episodes. We're gonna release some um, you know, uh LSAs, um, not all of them patrons. Yeah. Uh, but you know, some of the, some of the older ones that we talk about all the time. Maybe some of the greatest hits of LSA. Devour, maybe. Yeah. Devour for sure. Yeah. We've talked about Devour too many times to not let everyone know. Yeah. We also are really interested in doing a Q&A episode, so if you uh, hit us up on Twitter, send us questions, we'll release that during the six-month time period. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to be recording as many episodes as we possibly can, and then we will be back in yeah. six weeks. Yeah, I'm doing this, like, I'm guessing headcast and LSA. Yeah, and we'll, we'll we still will still release the LSA, the LSA as normal. Yeah. yeah. So check out uh, our Patreon uh, if you want to see that. Uh, we talked about it in the last episode, but we're going to be doing um, we're going to be doing we're about the November release? Yeah, the November release. Which is my choice. It is. Yeah. It's going to be the 2010 Elm Street starring Yep. Very excited about that. Yeah, so you can head on down to patreon.com slash Hey or no, I'm sorry, slash Abcast. And it helps support the show. We have a ton of goals like going to adult space camp, yep. remaking Supernatural in 15 years, yeah. and uh, going to Harry Potter World. Yeah, making movies. And getting out merch. Yeah. A more attainable goal. Exactly. So, um, thanks so much for sticking with us for 100 episodes. Absolutely, you yeah. Beautiful Thank people. Thank you. Yeah, we God love you guys damn. so, so much. Um, we'll see you December 12th with a new episode of Hey Ass Bud. Absolutely. Have fun. And don't die. Bye. Again. <laughs> <laughs>